Yeah, the Sega Genesis music is on point in this movie. I loved it. <laughs> I, I wish Sega Genesis sounded this good. I'd probably listen to listen <laughs> to uh, video game music. Yeah. Well, Mary, this move, music had me pogoing all over my place. I was uh, doing this new dance called The Slam. The Slam, huh? I'll tell you about it later. Tell, please tell me. You actually did remember to tell us about that later. That's one of the facts that we brought up at the top and we remembered to tell people about later in the episode. We do a bait and switch all the time where we tell people <laughs> we're going to say stuff and then we forget. But what we don't forget is how, how great Amir's work Amir, is. This, this is the start of a big month for Golden Globus Theater. We're, we're This is like our our Criterion collection. Yeah. Like, we're going with... The, that's why we're calling this month Misunderstood Geniuses because these people don't get the credit they deserve. And Tommy Wiseau is not featured in this. He can go fuck himself. He ruined Samurai Cap 2. He, I hope he gets COVID and death. Absolutely ruined it. And I'm sick of whenever you say... You know, the easiest way to explain the movies you watch is like, yeah, they're kind of bad movies. And people are like, oh, have you seen The Room? And it's like, yes, I've seen yeah, The Room. Yes, we've seen it. And I enjoy The Room. I do. But I just don't want to hear about it anymore. Well, the thing about The Room was there was a purity to it that Tommy Wiseau no longer has. Because now he's in on the joke. He's, because oh, man. these are these uh, – the movies we're going to cover this month are vanity projects. And, oh yeah, and these are there's a even though they're all awful, there's a purity behind them of spirit. They're really trying to make something good. Like if, if you're like your goal is to make a bad movie from like from jump, go fuck yourself. All right, I don't want to hear it. It's going to be awful. You can't make a cult movie. It happens. Right. So stop trying. Stop wasting everyone's time and money. Trying to make a cult movie. Yeah, every I mean, this is a hour and forty minute movie. There is so much creativity poured into this movie. There's so much effort, so much improvisation, so much improvisation because it's such a like a shoestring budget. Yeah, and you you see every little bit of that. I mean, of course, it, there's boring scenes. There's scenes that are stretched out way too long. There's a forty five minute yeah, you car could have chase. Cut Ten minutes off of this, you could add a nice tight ninety. You could have, and he should have. But yes. this was easily. I think he fell in love with the music because a lot of those long scenes he had that great. You're right. You're, you're right. Um, but you can easily see how he had the blueprint together after he did this for Samurai Cop. This is the genesis of Samurai Cop. I mean, obviously, Amir Shirvan, we all know Amir Shirvan. I'm not going to go into his, his yeah, credentials. We don't, need to. we don't need to. But his magnum opus is Samurai Cop, which is why we already did it for our 100th episode. But this, we had to talk about, uh, if we're talking about geniuses, we have to talk about Shirvan. Yeah. And I'm like, this is like the genesis. You see little inkling, little seeds planted that are going to bloom in Samurai Cop in this movie. Yeah, there, there, there's lines that make it to the next movie. There's characters, uh, at least like how they're portrayed and everything, that make it to the next uh, movie. Well, you see what the, the in the mind, you see, uh, just look into the mind, look into, the, read the eyes. Amir Shivan. That's that's another thing that comes up a lot. Is Amir is really big on reading eyes. Yes, and he's very. He loves reaction shots. Yep. He loves to do bad overdubs. Oh, so many, so many. Literally, he loves himself personally. Yes, loves to do them. Yes, he will do an impression of whoever the character is, <laughs> no matter if it sounds like him or not. There's a great scene later on because I know. Well, we'll probably get to it, but. When he pretends to be a biker, that yeah, was we'll get to oh that. man, 
That's one we'll get to. That's this is like if I overdubbed our own podcast, like I did a Murray voice <laughs> because I was like, Murray, that joke was horrible. I'm gonna just go and redo you it. Probably do that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, if you feel like doing that, I'll I'll uh, go this. Just say exactly what I say, but do it as you do an impression of me. Hey, can't see the forest <laughs> for the trees. So there you go. But I'm not, when I but this is when I say it later on. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, there's. If you've ever seen any Amir Shervan movie, you're familiar with Shervan Acres, which is the ranch that he films <laughs> yes. every fucking movie. Yes. Oh man! And that that this is the first time we see it in this movie. Yeah, and they're, they're, like all the sets that he uses, because he doesn't just use. We're so used to seeing these movies use like one house, one set. He's got like 18 <laughs> different rundown houses he works yeah, in. He's the dingiest <laughs> locations I've ever seen. Every house looks like it's a hoarder's house. Yeah. First of all. It's full of shit. <laughs> yes. And they're always like, oh no, they trashed our place. And it's like, <laughs> it looks like trash to begin with. Yeah. Like, how is this trash? Yeah, they're always grimy places. Yeah. I mean. You shouldn't have been raising a kid in there, Becky. That's all I gotta no, say. She uh, was a total Becky, by the way. There's a, lot of, I, there's a lot of COVID going on in that house. I think COVID there, started in one of those <laughs> On houses. that farm. What was the deal with that farm, by the way? Is she living in, like, a, what do they call those, the communities? I can't know. remember what they call them. Like, it's like a the hippie commune. commune. Yeah. commune. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, uh, family farming and everything going on. They've got fucking farm animals. I thought they lived on a, a what do you call it, a petting zoo. <laughs> you thought it was just a petting zoo? There were tons of children and tons of animals. That's livestock. true. That's true. But still, a commune would have that, too. If they're trying to live off the grid type of thing, which was like two Maybe miles down. Maybe they were down, doomsday preppers, and we just didn't get into it. That might have been it. That would ex- explain some of the satellites they had. Interesting. Interesting. There's a lot. See, this is what's great about Amir, though. He, he stuffs these movies full of stuff, and you just, yeah. you're wondering, like, what is going on here? Right. I don't I think because I think he's writing it day to day. He's just like <laughs> he can't get he can't get the set for the day, so he's like, All right, we gotta change everything. <laughs> because literally he'll he will have a movie set in, in quote unquote one location and he has five locations yeah. in that one scene. Yeah. Like they go into a room and it's a totally different house. And then he, they go through one door <laughs> and mean, the Samurai di- Cops the best where you're in a mansion and then you're in some place grandma's house. Oh man like, in one scene. I just I I love it. It's it. He That's is passion, he, man. He is the David Lynch of bad movies, where he's just he's loading you up with <laughs> questions, and you're like, is he just doing that because he wants to do that? Is there a meaning behind it? And he will never know. He never we're, talked we, about it. We're living in the dream world of Amir Chavan. Thank you to bring I that. Mean, back yeah, to I mean, it just. I mean, these movies are why we exist. I mean, we. I, I almost gave up, Grip, saying we will never. We're so self-conscious now as a society. We're so ironic that we'll never have it again. God bless Glenn Danzig. Yes, he gave me faith that we'll still have movies like this in the future. Oh, we we still have so many arrogant people out there. It it will happen. It just doesn't seem like they're not given the opportunities. Yeah. I, I love these shoestring budget guys. And, of course, we got four more weeks of this. Is it four more or three, three more? Three we more got weeks. three more weeks of this gold material. And I, I think we're ready to get into this. We've yeah. mumbled enough. Do yeah. some mumbling on the after the trailer here. Yeah, so, hey, you guys, if you love Samurai Cop, you're going to really love. Now we're going to kidnap the kid. Okay. But I want you to leave the mother alive. What are you? What do you want from Go away! Go away! So what's the problem here? I want 
my child! All right, all right, calm down. Now, look, you made the report. You got to give the police some time. I'm just sick and tired of you! You understand? Yes, sir. All right, go, go. When Joe Fresno double-crossed his buddies, and then he skipped out with all the loot. We need your help. I need to find my husband, Joe. They took him, they kidnapped him, now they're holding for the money. We'll get Stevie back. Then let me help you. I told you to watch him. I don't know Go get spaghetti. Hey, the kid's gone. Six million dollars, Jesus Christ. It's all right, kid, we'll be all right. You don't do anything like Hollywood Cop. All right, Hollywood Cop. Welcome back. Oh, let's we we open up. Got that nice opening music we already used. I'm not gonna play it again. That'll the, Amira will come out of the grave and hunt me down if I use right, that. Well, music if, twice. if you want to hear it again, it's on it's on YouTube and too. It's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. available. It's on Amazon Prime too. If you're a Prime member, you can go watch that shit. High definition, you get to see all the horrible. Did you close- watch it in high definition? Yeah, the close captioning. Like can you see the grime on the walls. Of the- you can see so much fucking grime on the walls. You can even see. Never mind. That's getting into something I want to bring up later. Well, we get a great opening credit where we get this like the Hollywood because he wants to hammer it home. This is Hollywood, so we get. What do you think about Hollywood? The first thing you think about is the Walk of Fame. The Walk of Fame. So we see the star, and he's he's a brilliant idea from Amir. He's superimposing the names of the actors in the movie on the stars. They are stars in our world. Uh, yeah, in my heart, definitely. Hollywood cop Jim Mitchum, nobody. His dad was Robert Mitchum, who was a huge star in like the 40s and 50s. And we're no stranger to relatives of huge stars because we talked about Death Game. Yeah. They had Chad McQueen, Mike Norris. Was it called Death Game? Death Game, yeah, I think. <laughs> Death not... Ring. Death, Death Ring. Ring. There you go. And God, what a fucking star-studded uh, movie! What was uh, Patrick Donsways? Donsways, <laughs> God, I love that movie. That was a that was a fun one, especially the DVD cover where they just put the last names right. <laughs> and all I needed to see was Drago, and I was in. Yeah, but so then we see Cameron Mitchell, star of five million awful movies. Yeah. Well, not the star; he's always in them. So we're ready for some star-studded shit. Yeah. Right off the bat. And that's, that Sega music, it just gets you pumped. It gets me it pumped. It gets me pumped for level five. Level five. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, and just like Samurai Cop Murray, we open up to that villain pool party. Oh, yeah. Everyone's in suits because you can't actually swim. There's, the pool is just a suggestion. The ladies right. will usually have, like, a swimsuit on. Yeah. Like, cool down or maybe like the dudes play a trick and throw them into the pool i don't i don't know so right off the bat we're introduced to a great character animal animal i love him he's ready to rape he's just like <laughs> he's got that great bad guy wrestler laugh <laughs> he, he really he's does. always doing that he's one of the few people that didn't get dubbed over too much so you yeah. can, he it's because of just how boisterous he was it's so much so like imagine bob seger on crack and yes got it's, animal it's bob seger on crack and he's just like, come here, <laughs> grabbing them bitches. Uh, animal, could you calm down? That's my woman. I claimed her. I called dibs. I don't care. I'm an animal. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're, hey, pipe down. It's bo- the boss, Mr. Feliciano. 
And again, I, I couldn't believe that blind Canadian troubadour Jose Feliciano turned to life a crime. He wrote Feliz Navidad, our <laughs> friend's favorite fucking holiday. He loves song. that song. He, he sometimes I hear him pipe it just any time of the year just to get oh, yeah. that little jingle in his heart. But I love this. Another parallel to Samurai Cop. The boss is here. Da-da-da. And then the boss walks out with his goons. And He's he, no Fujiyama. He is in Fujiyama, for sure. But, Fujiyama did have that little... Uh, what, we, we've been breaking him up a lot lately. <laughs> the mouth of the South. Yes. Jimmy Hart. Yes, apparently every Asian <laughs> patented their look over Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South. <laughs> In the 80s. <laughs> they always have that hair. Like, they have that same hair and body And, and a megaphone. I don't know what and that's a, about. <laughs> and so he is really concerned about this ranch. He wants to know all the deets on this ranch. Do you know about it? Have you seen it? It's like, of course, we have. We know all the details on the ranch because we've seen it in every single Amir Van movie. So yeah. we're ready for this. Oh, shit. We were just talking about how it was a hippie compound or something. It's just the ranch. It's the ranch. It's just the ranch. Okay. Where do they get the ranch dressing? It's uh, Newman's own. And he's just like, he's just, do you know about it? He's like, yes, boss, we know about the ranch. All right, here's the deal. I want you to kidnap that kid, the wife, don't kill her. Everybody else, fair game. And it was like, kill everybody, kill them all. He he's doing the uh, Yosemite Sam thing where he's clicking his heels, he's jumping up in the air. He's he's fucking pumped. He's, yes, he's a loose cannon. He's been coked to the gills. Yes. He's coking up. So now we've got all our villains set. Well, what's going on at the ranch? Yeah, they're just having a good time living the ranch life, you know. We get Stevie. And Stevie, the the, uh, the the little boy, the the I would describe him as a cross between Dennis the Menace and the Chucky doll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's got these red overalls, little blonde headed kid, and he's got some straight up right off the bat. He, we know he's got OCD. Yes, he's got to wash his goat. You can already. That's not a euphemism. He's really washing a goat. I already have my one theory about him, but this poor fucking goat. You can tell that he has scrubbed half the skin raw. The on mom this goat. says so. The mom even She's tells like, Stevie, us. enough with the fucking goat. Yeah. Oh, mom. Zambo needs to be washed. It's bedtime. So it's middle of the afternoon. It's his bedtime soon. He needs to be washed <laughs> up so he can sleep real good. This kid, Murray, can... I don't have any other way to really like build this up. He's Satan. There's a young Frank Dukes with him, and he even thinks this kid's fucked up. Yes. It's Man. It's scary. This kid scares me, especially and, the dubbing well, they do. It makes sense. He's he loves the goat. Goat is Satan. So uh, maybe oh, the goat is speaking to him. I think that's what's happening. Oh, here. mom, he's gonna tell me to kill you. If I don't wash him, I gotta kill you, mom. There's a nice scene where Stevie talks to another little kid, and it's it's like nails on a chalkboard. It's awful. I don't even remember what they said. Hey, is that your goat? Ugh. Yeah, I like goats. His name's Sambo. Want to wash them? Well, okay. He's like, I got things to do. <laughs> like, creeps off. God. So, yeah, so we set up the annoying Stevie and his mom, Rebecca. Yep. Who has a great ensemble. She loves wearing this this sweater with a raccoon tail on it. Yeah, it's got like this overbearing collar that just kind of splits off like some kind of mathematical thing. But then the it's got that. Raccoon tail sprouting it's from like that. A poor lady's mink. It's fucking weird as shit. 
She comes out, does her little gag. First, about, I thought she was wearing one of those like uh, like a raccoon tail with like a roach clip on, like yeah. in her hair. Yeah. No, I think it's on her sweater. It's on her. I think it's on the sweater. So she's got like a Bill Cosby sweater with a raccoon tail. Yeah. On she that's, comes. That's she, weird. She comes out, does her old Billy spiel or Billy spiel. Uh, fucking Stevie. Stevie. Oh boy, that was not Stevie Ray that, Oh, sorry. Uh, and she tells Stevie about watching, <laughs> but then she just heads back inside, and uh, well, she knows there's no there's no talking Stevie down when he's with his goat. Well, to wash him. You do see a moment where they lock eyes, and Stevie's eyes go fucking bright red, and she's just like, "I'm gonna go back inside." What now. mother? <laughs> nothing, nothing. So mom goes and fucks around inside. Who knows what she gets up to? Because a second later, our villains and animals show up. And they just start shooting this up scene the ranch. inspired Reservoir Dogs. I've heard Quentin Tarantino say it a million times. I thought they so. come in their black suits, black suits. They put their ski masks yep. on, and they just start uh, shooting. They shoot every motherfucker that's not Stevie or Rebecca. And again, I, I'm under uh, the the impression that this is some kind of like hippie commune. Everyone's working together and everything. It looked to me like there was a bunch of Mexican migrant workers there doing all the shit work. All oh, the hippies shit. were just sitting around collecting Why? the money. Oh fuck. So you have Stevie's little friend there. A mom comes over and picks up the friend and just leaves Stevie. Well, so she knows he's evil. That I, it had to be it. So Stevie's just hold, sitting there holding his goat. Bullets, Matrix this, style. Yeah, can we just point out, him. Stevie, nothing phases Stevie. <laughs> no. He never gets freaked out. He never cries. It's he's always he's, he's he's perpetually chill. He's just like okay, well, I okay, I can deal with this. If you didn't watch this on Tubi and you watched it on Amazon in HD, like I did, you can actually see bullets whiz around, like coming right at him, and they whiz around him. Wow, that's why he's so that. chill. He is Satan. I should have watched the laser disc. He, yeah, I'm that one's still on backlog because of COVID. Oh, we, I, COVID. I ordered it two months ago. Still not here, motherfucker. Still not here. So uh, I guess the only person who cares about Stevie is mom grabs him. 45 minutes later. Hides in this grimy shit house. Yeah. She's like, I know the perfect place to hide the bathtub. They never look behind the shower curtain. Never. Ever in their history. Until now. Until because now. Animal, he's all about showers. So... They, and she even fakes him out, really. She leaves a window open. It's a perfect fucking plan. Yeah, I think she left, like, a shoe there. Well, but Animal, you know? he's, he's seen this plan. He's, he's seen his first rodeo. Again, if you watched it in HD, you'd see that she wired up the toilet. She went snake eater on that toilet. Wow. She was expecting them to Unfortunately, get... Unfortunately, Animal went before they came over. Yes, exactly. So, so he, he, he catches them, grabs them. They get Stevie. There's a great scene when he's running back to the car, just holding this child like it's a fucking, uh, I don't a duffel bag or something. And look at Stevie. This is like, all right, he goes with the flow. <laughs> he's like, whatever, and kidnap at me, whatever. You know, Amir and how he loves to, uh, you know, add audio later. You think he'd be in there as a little kid, like, hello, help me, mom. No, no, let me go. <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. He didn't have time for that. The kid is dead behind the eye. <laughs> he is. I read in his eyes, and there's nothing coming back. <laughs> Amir has taught us to read the eyes, which is coming very useful these days with face masks. Me and Murray have no problem communicating with right. people because we read eyes, thanks to Joe Marshall. We're actually not speaking. Our eyes are talking. Yeah, this is our eyes talking, guys. Yeah. Oh. So we cut back to Mr. Feliciano. He he's got he got his he's got his fingers in a lot of different businesses. Yeah, 
And we, he, so he's running a, a prostitution ring, too. So he's got some new merchandise. This is straight out of Truck Turner. He's got them all in his living room. Some of the finest truck stop skanks you'll ever see. <laughs> oh, boy. Multiracial, multi-aged. It goes from 20 uh, yeah, to 50. It goes from 40 to 55. <laughs> 40 to 55. And, oh, my God. This is one of the trashiest brats. Probably the most realistic portrayal of prostitutes. They're super trashy looking. And we go, so we got a black pimp who's like in charge of um He's like, don't worry, Miss Feliciano. Only the best for you. Oh. You better. <laughs> that's, I think that I think Truvan did all of the Mr. Feliciano's lines. Because he was always, <laughs> <laughs> that would explain the voice. Yeah. He's like, did you leave that note? We did everything, boss. Cut back to Becky. She finally gets this ransom note. She did want six minutes. Poor, apparently, what we learn is these guys are actually pretty like. Legitimate. They, they, her ex husband stole money from them. Yes, and they just want it back. That's all. That's it. They're not asking for interest. <laughs> no. I mean, they they might want to like break the guy's legs just to right. you know send a message, but they're not asking for much. Even when they capture the kid, they, pre- they don't want anything but their money. They want their property back. Yeah, so they're they, pretty reasonable. I mean, they'd even kill the kid's goat. And, you know, they were cool about that. They are cool about everything. These were so, very reasonable. There is fine people on both sides. That's all I'm trying to say. There are, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I think the side we're supposed to be rooting for are trash. They're <laughs> just... So, yeah, but so her husband, who bailed on her a year ago, and Steve, he's like, I can't handle the spawn of Satan. Joe Fresno. Joe Fresno. He's like, baby, I can't handle this. He just bails with the money, as far as she knows. She knows nothing. She knows Nothing about this money situation. She yeah. is in the dark as much as we are. And then we want, we want your $6 million on the corner of, like, Hollywood and Vine or some bullshit. Yeah, that sounds so, good. So, like, a good American, she goes right to the police. She doesn't take care of this on her own. Murray, we get a montage of her rolling up in town. And I need to bring this up because there's a mirror in his fucking music. Again, he knows how to hit us with a tune. This to would be really... a perfect time for the Missing Person song. Yeah, of Hollywood, Des- but he doesn't do he, that. No, he writes a whole fucking new song called Desperation. And, Murray, let's listen to that. Montage, it's 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 already rough. You see all the sad people walking around in L.A. in this beautiful sunny weather. See all <laughs> the sexual harassers that are trying yeah. to grab onto Rebecca, uh, yeah, flipping her lot, raccoon yeah. tail. Yeah, there was a lot. How much mentioned yeah. it. it was kind yeah, of that was probably real people too. It might have been real, <laughs> but yeah, they she does eventually make. Kind of looks like a hooker. She's constantly wearing these high heel boots all the time. Very it's, impractical. This is true, and um, 
She does. She, we do see her walk up to uh, the police department, the Hollywood Police Department, which I'm pretty sure their ranch is out of their jurisdiction. But I guess if a ransom is happening in Hollywood, I guess it, it's under their jurisdiction. I don't know. And apparently they just shoo her right out the door because we don't see her again until uh, I think this is when we finally meet our, our hero revealed because we see her crying next to a hot dog lady. As you would do with a hot dog. Story. And then we get this fucking cheerful ass Sega music. And then we're introduced to our hero, Jim Mitchum, playing the great Johnny Turk. Turquoise. I mean, we're 25 in the m- minutes into the movie, and we're finally meeting our hero. Right. And so, he's, he kind of, I was getting, the, the, he looked like the guy from Greatest American Hero. I was getting that vibe off. Yeah, he's know. got that crunch. Believe it or not, he's not walking on air. <laughs> but he, I was getting that vibe, except he's got a better mullet. And he's, I think he's got like a, like a members-only jacket on. He's looking pretty good. Yeah, was it a members only? I thought he was always wearing that army jacket. I thought I don't know. I thought it's like it was a green. It. All army. I know is he always pushed the sleeves. So. Always pushed, and he's always got the jeans and not too baggy. No, no. He wasn't going Seinfeld on us here. No, he was adequate. Yeah, hero. I wasn't like upset with him, but I didn't like him either. I was just kind of like, okay, he's there. Yeah, really. There was nothing about him that was like I hate this character. No. Um. He had a little bit of the arrogance that uh, Amir's heroes always do have, but at the same time, he was he's no kinda, Joe Marshall. Though. He was down to earth. He was, uh, and I ended up really liking this guy. Well, he's down end. to earth. We know he's down to earth because he eats hot dogs off his grimy hot dog stand. Murray, he's gonna go up. Not only does he know the hot dog lady on a first name basis, Deb. Hey, Deb. Hey, Turkey. These two clearly are great friends. I mean, hot dog people are the smartest people. Hydrophil. Knows everybody on the streets because he's selling hot dogs yeah, on the streets. I won't go that far, but I, I will. Well, it depends if they grill them. Probably garbage. Well, you saw what, what, what kind of apparatus she was using for hot dogs. Apparatus. Yeah. Apparatus. Yeah. How did it, you? It was a hibachi, wasn't it? It was know. a hibachi. You, you see, you got an eye for details. Well, yeah. You and Amir. How, how do you feel? about All it? I noticed was all the Pepsi plaster. <laughs> a lot of Pepsi product placement in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nicely done. Very nicely done. Yeah, it's very subtle. It just slaps very in the subtle, face. Very subtle. Only a few zoom-ins on the Pepsi logo. And so, yeah, they, this is his... Because he's a, he's a man of the people, so he doesn't eat at some fucking... Like where Fujiyama eats in that restaurant. Yeah, Fuji, Fujiyama. He eats on the street with the people. Yeah, the hot dog people. And he's taking his the lunch break. And just as luck would have it, he hears, he sees, and hears, the yeah. sirens of a, a squad car... A black and white. Should we as, make it like uh, six weeks as in David a row? Hasselhoff would call it? <laughs> oh yeah, the black and white <laughs> pulling off, pulling over across the street in front of a hotel, mm. and he's like, hmm, he's a he's he's a Hollywood cop, so he's like, this is my jurisdiction, this is my scene. I have to see what's going on, even though I'm taking my lunch break. I by union contract says I can stop and have my hot dog. Yeah, but I'm such a committed cop. I'm still going to see what's going on there. I mean, hot dog's a hand food, too, so he can pop those in his mouth while he springs into action, but no. He's got to look Deb straight in the eye. And she's reading. And so, and while not only is she reading it, Rebecca is reading his eyes from afar. Yeah. And she's like, she's just getting the gist of what this guy's about just by the eyes. Oh, man. Becky actually gets up and is, like, getting ready to converse with him, but there's so much seriousness happening. She can't, she can't tap that shoulder yet. So, since he's like, job comes first, he rips off classic Amir Shervan line, 
if, if, you, if, you, if you've ever listened to an episode of our our show, you've heard it <laughs> every single time. Like I end every episode with this line because it's such a classic. It's so amazing. Let's, Let's hear. hear. <laughs> Tell you what, why don't you keep this warm for me, okay? Okay, whatever you say. I don't know, but I sure feel sorry for the people who have to deal with him. Him? Who is he? He's Turk. Turk? Who's that? He's a cop. He is? He's a good cop. Really? Yeah. I wonder if maybe he might be able to help me. I'm sure he can. <clears throat> so, why did the Turk Turkey cross the road? To get justice on the other side? That's it, Murray. That is it. There's these two cops. They Clueless. They have to spring into action. They're like, this is so immediate. We're going to drive on the sidewalk. And yet they get to the hotel, and then they just sit there and wait. They're sitting on the hood of their black and because white. Because that's why they'll never become detectives, because they play by the rules. They play it Instead by of the rules. their own rules, which exactly. is what Turk goes by. you got to play by this guy right in here, Murray. I'm pointing to my heart for the listeners right now. Right. So Turk gets up to them, and he's like, what are you guys doing? What's the situation? And he's like... Oh yeah, there's these gang members up in there. They're uh, they're gang raping. How did they find out about this? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? There's so many questions, Amir. Yeah, Cheech and Chong and a black guy are so bold, emboldened that they decide, I'm gonna just go randomly into a hotel yeah. and knock on the door and rape this guy's wife and beat him. As we've already brought up, this is twelve, maybe twelve thirty in right. the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and the this couple clearly they were down at the hotel bar or something. This is the only yeah. way I see this happening. And clearly they're swingers. They're swingers. They're down at the hotel it's bar. It's an Arab like prince. This yeah. is a very high class dingy. Again, this is like most dingiest flop house, halfway house. Oh like, my god! I'm sure they really they they rent rooms by the hour. I'll put it that way. Yeah. But we're supposed to believe this like Arab like prince. Yeah. And we know he's a prince because. He's just wearing like a robe, like, mm. I, I and so yeah, they were at the bar. Yeah, know? clearly they had to be down at the bar, and you know, they're him and his wife. They're they're like giggling, having and a good his time. Asian wife, that was kind of weird. Yeah, but, you, know, you know. So I, it, well, I guess, they're, I guess they're, there's, they're, there's there's Asian Muslim countries too. Yeah. yeah. So they're sharing a drink. They're having a good time. They're giggling. They're not like, drinking if they're Muslim. Oh, that's a good <laughs> point. They're having a glass of milk. <laughs> glass of milk they're giggling over their milk and they're like you know what would be really fun is to do some other drugs that are not alcohol because maybe we could do those I don't know how that works and so they see Cheech and Chong and they're like hey these guys definitely have giggle bud so let's talk to them hey man what are you doing and they're like, wanna get high me and my wife are celebrating our anniversary and we were gonna have some weird sex upstairs and you know what some pot might yeah I don't help. think that's against Islam I think you can have freaky sex though. okay but but the pot is the pot okay? I don't think it is, but yeah, neither do I. Um, I'm got, I gotta assume if you can't do uh, alcohol, you can't. Well, maybe do they drugs. were just like, "Hey, man, like in the freaky sex." Maybe, maybe it was just freaky sex, and they're like, <laughs> "Hey, this is Cheech and Chong." Uh, what better way to say we went to this dingy hotel, we met Cheech and Chong, and we four wayed with them? Exactly. You have to take that up just for the story alone. Yeah. So clearly, Murray. I'm glad we helped everyone come to realize how this happened. <laughs> yes. Because Max, Max, uh, Turk is downstairs like, how did this happen? And the officers don't know how to explain it. They just tell him there's three dudes up there. 
They're raping the wife <laughs> right as we speak. And we're waiting to hear from the captain. <laughs> if you wait any longer, he's going to get raped. They're waiting to hear from Max. Max is supposed to Maxwell, show up. Maxwell, yeah. Maxwell. What a fuck. The, he's a he, Lieutenant Maxwell, who's like, of course, the uh, enemy, the polar opposite of Turk. He always follows the rules. You know who he reminds me of from our movie? I think it was last week. Adam. Yes. Fucking Adam. This guy always, he always crosses the T's, always dots the I's. Ugh. He loves paperwork. And he's got floppy hair. He's the worst. Ugh. And you can tell because Turk is, you, I'm reading Turk's eyes, they're rolling. <laughs> and he's just like, no, we got to go into action. Guys. Because if we wait, he might get raped. The the husband might get raped. I'm totally fine with waiting on the woman getting raped, but no, 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 no. Man All right, cannot get raped under my watch. So we got to we get yeah. guys. Sorry, there's a rape scene here, and it's 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 graphic. They're ripping all the clothes off. It's graphically. You awful. you got you got a woman screaming. You see her bush. Uh, you get the whole nine yards. <laughs> yeah, you get there. Guy tied to a chair. And he's, he's got a little blood trickling out of his mouth. He's like saying Al Akbar, and and they're just like I think they got a machete. They're taunting. They him got a machete. They're holding. And you, you, I know you were annoyed by this. Maybe you couldn't see it because you were watching Tubi like a jerk. Uh, they were holding with the flat of the blade, just like uh, last week with uh, uh, Donna. Donna. Yeah. Just couldn't couldn't figure out how to hold a knife to a throat. Yeah. Well, and safety then, first. And then uh, you know you get that classic scene. Knock knock knock. Room service. No, it's the manager. Oh, it's the manager. Yes, what he said. Oh. And they're like. You ain't no manager. Where's your warrant? You know, they're on to it. Oh, they. And he's like, hey, this is the fucking manager. Open the fuck up or I'll kick your ass. So the guy, apparently, this this dingy fucking flop house has sweets. Yes. Because he goes, hey, go to the other door. Other door. So they go into this room, which is the shrine to Prince. This is clear. This is. It's this Mirsher van in a nutshell. They're obviously in another location. They're in someone's house because it's a bedroom <laughs> with Prince posters all over the fucking. It's, a, it's like a 15 year old's bedroom. Yeah, Trasher's bedroom. And so that's supposed to be the other room in this suite. So they open the door and they see our man Turk. They go, oh, I know it. it was a cop. Yeah, they so weren't they, clever enough to realize that this room had two doors to the hallway. Right. So they open fire on Turk. Turk fires back. I think he shoots one of them. I don't know. Uh, he gets one of them because then the other two get away, right. and they they get like down the Cheech ho- and the black guy get away, and exactly. they they get in the stairway, and then the black guy goes, "I'm gonna kill me a cop." Yeah, so let's split up. He wants to kill a yeah. cop. Yeah, I, I yeah. Now, big question for me here. Was Cheech's hair real? Because no, the way it all looks, yeah, even the yeah, beard looks fake. The beard looks fake, and then the hair and the way his uh, beanie was sitting on his head, I was like, none of this is real. So, uh, Turk happens to get into the hall in the staircase, which is where our two gang members have split up. Right. One goes upstairs. One goes into like downstairs, or yeah. does he go out no, the door yeah, right no, there? Cheech like goes downstairs. And while that's going on, the Arab prince gets out of his uh, ropes. Oh, Mel House. And uh, so he's like, honor killing. You oh. can't rape my wife without me like saying it's okay. Oh, yeah. He catches that guy outside. So, yeah. But while that's going on, Turk chases the black guy like up to the roof. I don't know where the fuck they it go. It was like the roof, yeah. And they have a shootout, and Turk kills the black guy. Of course he does. And uh, the, 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 the audio... On the bullets and the gun 
do not sync up at all. No, it's 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 a mirror editing. And even the sound, like sometimes you get that classic Italian sound, which you've seen any of the Italian movies we cover. It's a very weird shoot, like bullet sound. I don't know how to even describe it. Yeah, and then you get your and then you get your classic American bang bang bang. Yeah, it's, maybe I think Michael Winslow did the, did <laughs> Good the call. sounds for that. Yes, and so. There's uh, the Cheech. He thinks he's home free. He's yeah. Just like, they're he, like in somebody's backyard now. I don't know what was going on. All over the place. Like, again, you we, we brought this up earlier with the mirror shots where it's like you follow through one doorway and you're in a completely <laughs> new world. It's like Wonderland. Yeah. And we get another. We get and, like five more shots like that in this and movie. And then a poli- uh, uh, the, one of the police officers stops Cheech, holds him off, and then... And, and then I think Turk shows up too, and then the Arab guy comes in and he's like, "No, he's mine." Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, whatever. I don't want to step on your toe. This is a culture thing. I don't want to dis- disrespect you." <laughs> so is this a culture thing? So you know, they're very sensitive. Hollywood Police Department was very sensitive. They were woke way before it was cool. Yeah, uh, I, I, but we still get the whole reasoning behind why he has to kill him. It's well, it's an honor. It's, it's an honor killing. And gotta first thing you do if you touch your wife's, a man's bush, you got to use her hand. Yeah. So he chops off the hand. We get this super rubber hand. <laughs> and then he, at insult to injury, he just beheads the guy. Yeah. And and they're like, hey, I don't want to interfere with someone's culture. So Turks his hands off. Turks cool with it. He watches it. He does like a little hand bow kind of thing. Yeah, the cops like, quite shouldn't get we it? be stopping this? He's like, no, don't interfere. Again, cultural. It's cultural. Right. Uh, the one cop does vomit. He loses his White Castle sack. He tries to vomit. He's just spitting. It's very, <laughs> yeah, you can't even yeah. give him like a, like a can of Campbell's soup that he can just spit Ew. out. He's just oh, spitting. No. Disgusting. No. Cold Campbell's soup in your mouth? No, I'd rather <laughs> well, have my head chopped well, off. He, you're supposed to, it's method, dude. You're supposed to be mimicking like you're vomiting. So yeah, there I you go. I don't know. I don't know. You know either enough. way, this is another day in the life of a cop, apparently. That's right. So we see that like... Super fake head fall down. We did. We didn't forget to talk uh, about how um, when Turk goes into action, we do have a scene of Deb going. God damn it, Rebecca going up to Deb. They're just such valley white girl names. I keep mixing them up. And she's like, "Who's that guy? Oh, that's Turk. He's a cop, a really good cop." She's like, "She no, she didn't say it that. She didn't read the lines that well. He's a cop, <laughs> really good cop. Thank you." <laughs> And scene. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, really? Where, is he in the Hollywood division? Yeah. You should go talk to him. <laughs> so cut to Turk. You know, even though he got the job done, just, I guess. I guess, yeah. Goddamn captain. He He's not having any. We, we, like every good action movie, you got to have the captain who's upset because he didn't follow the rules. You followed the rules of uh, wherever this guy was from, the Emirates or whatever. Yeah. But you did not follow the rules of America. And this, I mean, yeah, this is the land of the free. This is but for land. legitimate beheadings. Right. So the, the captain played by Cameron Mitchell, who looks like a homeless Dean Martin. He's he's constantly, he's just, he's just, just, just chugging Pepto-Bismol. He's got the fucking ulcers and yeah. shit. He's talking about his diarrhea all the time. <laughs> He's just like, I don't have time for this shit. 
Speaking of shit, I just fucking destroyed the toilet over there. Don't go in there. Don't go. God, you are right about the Tom's tablets just cracking them constantly, like they're fucking Neko wafers, and the just. You think chugging. he's trying to blind Jean Claude Van Damme with all the Tom's? <laughs> you think so? He's got him tucked away in his little sash. <laughs> so, like every classic captain, he's never happy, even though this guy's getting the job done. Do you? Do you, not, I, his do you want me to play the chew out? Yeah, you might as well. Let's hear some of that. Three people are dead, one officer wounded, and McKay is still in the john puking his guts out. You're a fucking maniac, Turkey. Look, Captain, I was just trying to use some common sense. <laughs> well, well. Did you hear that, Lieutenant Maxwell? Probably would have... Maxwell, we're going to close down the forensics lab. We're going to close down everything. We don't need them anymore. We got a fucking clairvoyant on the force. God damn it. If you had waited just a little longer, Lieutenant Maxwell would have arrived. Nobody would have been killed. With all due respect, sir, now who's being clairvoyant? God damn it. Don't you play smartass with me, Turkey. I'll bust you so low in the department, you'll make the word failure a bad name. You got that? Yes, sir. Captain. You should have waited for me like you were supposed to. You were late as usual. Get the fuck out, Turkey. Out! Gotta... You get, the, you get the echoes of the samurai right. cop chief in there, man. Well, he, he can't touch the samurai cop oh, no. chief. Oh, no. But still, he's, he's you can get... see the Yeah, you can see the seeds being planted for the chief of samurai mm-hmm. cop in that scene. Always, always butt aggregation related. <laughs> yeah. It's all about butt stuff. It's all about butt stuff. <laughs> And as a result of injury, he's got a diminished Turk. We call him Turkey. Yeah. It's like, Turkey! Turkey. Yeah. And then and then fucking Turkey comes back. I'm trying to save lives, Chief, all right? If we would have sat and waited for Maxwell, that husband would have been raped. And, and while he's saying that, we see Maxwell lurking in the background, like, popping up. Yeah, Maxwell's such a fucker. And he's just like, I had it under control. You were out waxing your ass, Max. And then fucking Turk's like, well, you know what? I got a hot dog waiting for me. So I'll see you men later. And he storms out of the precinct. And we see Deb out there. Still, she's just like warming that hot dog, keep, <laughs> keeping it above an open flame. What is just you're doing? Is that because like there's a... an open flame. She's going back oh, and forth okay, with it. okay, okay. She's masturbating a hot dog, yes. She's <laughs> keeping that bun nice and steamed and up. And for... a very interested. We've, we always talk about how to grill the dog, or to cook the dog, rather. What about the bun? Are you into the steamed? Are you into the grilled? What do you? What kind of bun? I, you know what? I like a, a grilled bun. You like the because grilled? I okay. think a lot of hot dog buns are too dry. Yes, hundred percent. There's too much bun. Yeah. I guess is the word. So yeah, I'm a I'm a I like a I'll have a you, toasted toasted bun. I like that, and I'll have you know when I was in Germany, they they used the greatest bread ever for their buns, like the most precious buns for their meat. I love it. Oh, okay. Now that we're talking hot dogs, we got Turk hungry. He's ready to get it, reclaim his dogs. He doesn't want new ones. He wants to make sure those ones that he asked her to keep warm were kept warm. And they were. And now it was the bun, uh, the buns and the the dogs warm. <laughs> Becky was warm, warming up for Turk. <laughs> and she's like, "Hey, I heard you're the only good cop in uh, Hollywood." She told me. She told me. And she's just nodding. Deb's nodding. Yeah. He's good. He's good. And he's like, well, I'm, all, I'm pretty good. Well, I got 
I, my kid, he's kidnapped. Can you help me? And she's like, I already talked to this Lieutenant Maxwell. And he's Ooh. Like, oh! Murray, Murray, Murray. I didn't put this in the notes. This is when we finally meet Jaguar. Oh, my God. Jaguar is out. Jaguar. I know. He comes out. He's got his fucking sweet-ass leather jacket on. Yeah, we, see, we meet the partner of Turk. Jag- Just one name, Jaguar. Jaguar. I love it. I love it. And we don't get enough Jag. I'm going to spoil alert. Yeah. We don't get enough of Jag in this movie. No, we don't. We really don't. And he is amazing. He's got that big, beautiful mustache. He's yes. got all the face acting that we come to expect out of an Amira actor. Right. Love him. Well, I he, love him. he doesn't have the, the range of expressions that Frank Washington, yeah, has. Frank Washington has. Yeah. But he has his own subtle coolness about him. Oh, yeah. He, he's definitely a lot more of a player, too. Right. So, Ma- so yeah. So, Jag was like, Maxwell. Yeah. Ugh. I had a. It was when you said the Maxwell part that I remember. Yeah. Ja- it was Jag's reaction we got for that one. So, uh, Turk's like, look, why don't we go to a coffee shop? <laughs> I love this. And talk this over. We're going to go somewhere secure. They keep their stuff warm, I guarantee it. I, I guarantee it. They have the best heat light bulbs here. And it was supposed to be like a little diner, but they sit down. And you can see the little Arby packets, and then their coffee cups have the Arby's. Was it really hat- Arby's? Yeah, it had the Arby's hat logo <laughs> on all the, the meats. Yeah, they got the meats, and they got the good coffee that the cops <laughs> like. Apparently. All the Hollywood cops love the curly fries. So apparently Arby's the only place that would allow a mirror to film. <laughs> there was no thank you for Arby's at the end of this movie. Fucking bullshit. They were doing guerrilla style. They didn't even know they were filming. The catering just came from Arby's that day, so they had on the cups. So, so no, like a mirror's like, how about if I buy a meal? Will you let me film? <laughs> well, okay, we'll let you do that. Can't use the bathroom, though. No, not all your people can use the bathroom. No. I've seen this guy. He's chewing tongues. But you, if you have... 15 minutes starting now to film. Well, that's okay. This is going to be a 30-second scene. No tits, I swear. So Becky just lays out the deed. She's like, look, I didn't. my husband stole $6 million from Mr. Feliciano. I don't know where he's at. He's been missing for a year. I don't know what to do. They have my son. I don't have this money. My husband has the money. Oh, shit. So you really got to think this one over. Like, what? How do we even start looking for him? I mean, do you have any way for us to contact him? Does anybody know where he would be? Well, he did uh, did hang out with this guy who works down at the. He was oil a pretty, wrestling. He's a prof- well, he's a professional. Oh. He's he's a professional wrestler. Oh, he's told. a professional wrestler. His name's Samson. Samson. Have I, you heard of him? No, he must be a mud show guy. I have no well, idea. Who it's got to be is. a mud show guy. Yeah, I only know the young bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just like he's like you know what. I need to take you back to my, my aunt's place. The, the decor is totally not me, to let you know. This is another uh, Amir moment. Uh, they probably only have some grandma's house. And yes. Like, he's like, there's no way a, a cool Hollywood cop like Turk would live here. Right. So I'll just say his aunt's place. Yeah. I recently acquired a house aunt, from She died of COVID. Aunt. Yeah. You know, I got this house, real estate, you know. You got to make sure to put a coaster when you, you know, put a glass yeah. down on a table. Because there's like doilies everywhere. Doilies everywhere. Shit. Oh, cool on. Hollywood cop. Would live like that exactly. There's just beer cans crushed in corners so, of his place. He's like, let me take you to uh, my aunt's place. That's a, that's a safe place. You can stay there. I won't. I won't. I, I won't stay there because I don't want to come on too strong here. But I do want to bang you. Yes. So look, man, we haven't seen Stevie for about 15 minutes. We got to check out what's going on with Stevie. I, I mean, 
I mean, he's captured. We probably should know Apparently, if he's Apparently, one guy, Spaghetti, his name, <laughs> his name is Spaghetti, <laughs> played by the neighbor from that 70s show. Love it. Love. He's still got the same he hair. He is on to Stevie because he hates Stevie. <laughs> he does. He's he like, because he's because he's, Stevie is such a prick. Like, he's just like, he's making the finest fucking spaghetti. You would guess a guy named Spaghetti can make spaghetti. <laughs> Yeah. And Stevie's like, I don't want that shit. Amir takes the time to show all the love and care. We get a spaghetti <laughs> montage. Another first. Yes. A spaghetti montage. I've never seen that. And you know what he uses to salt? Because usually you use like something to kind of do an umami thing with spaghetti sauce. His own tears. His own fucking tears. Nobody appreciates spaghetti. Nobody. Just <laughs> laughing in a corner. Ever since I left the East Coast, no one appreciates my spaghetti. And, and so he's like, you know what? If you don't want my spaghetti, you know who does like my spaghetti? My dog spaghetti. Uh, I, for the, I always thought the dog's name was spaghetti, I but apparently it's that's a fun name for a guy. dog, not a human. And so he pulls out this fucking Doberman, and Doberman's like growling and like pulling at it. Yeah, Stevie, son of Satan, not shook at all. <laughs> Dude, he's just like, oh yeah, whatever. So Stevie's like. Let me know when he gets the PBs and J's, and then he just rolls over on the bed. I only eat lamb. This is, this is the weirdest part, though. Spaghetti is slaving on the stove while Stevie's locked in the kitchen. I don't know. So, like, <laughs> trying to figure out the logistics of this house is how we're going to earn our doctorate's degrees because it makes no sense yes, at all. Stevie is apparently spaghetti is grilling spaghetti. <laughs> Outside, because Stevie is in the kitchen locked up. Like, this kitchen has this weird U-shape to it or something? It's, oh, it's got the weirdest it's, shape. It's so bizarre. Oh, my God. It, it's Kubrick level of, like, mind fuckery, this kitchen. <laughs> so Spaghetti has had enough with Stevie's shit. And he's like, I'm going to go over to the bar with the dudes, and we're going to fucking just drink until we're dead, because I hate you. I hate you. You're a little Satan. And he's like, I hate you too, and slams the door. And then the the dog, they let the dog out apparently to guard Stevie, yeah. because I don't I don't know why, because all the windows have bars on them. Uh, yeah. And so <laughs> Stevie, like you said, spawn of Satan. He's like, come to me, creature. And then the dog starts being drawn to him. Oh, Murray, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dice. Dice in some of that audio because this is creepy. This is so weird, and everyone needs to know what Stevie if sounds you wanna like. You want to control a dog? This is what you do. That lady in uh, Central Park could have learned something from this scene. <laughs> you don't do shit right. You're doing man. Come on, dog. Come on. I want to talk to you. Please, come on. kidding listen i like dogs i have me you know i have me a goat but when i get out of here i'm gonna get me a dog dogs are better they understand better you understand don't you what's your name you must have a name i want to be friends with you i've got to get out of here i want to play with you and i want to see but i have to see my mom you're going to help me, aren't you? I know you like me. Come on. Come here. Come on. Put your hand up here. 
Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll put one finger on the windowsill, and you put one finger too. Now I'll put another. Now I'll put all my fingers. And you put your hand up here too. Now we're friends. Oh my god. Is it, do you guys you guys feel the life slip out of you too? Because every time Stevie talks and looks into the camera, I feel a little bit of my essence slipping. I, it works, though. I used it on my dog. My dog was kind of out of control. Yeah. And I just said, put your finger, one finger on the windowsill. And then we bonded. Yeah. And now she does whatever I tell her to do. Dude, Marty, people probably heard Millie barking a minute ago. And mm-hmm. actually off camera here is what happened uh, is that we did that same trick. We said, put your one paw on the table here. <laughs> and now another. Yeah. Now another. Look at her. She's like a little doe over there, just peaceful right. and sleeping. So, <laughs> so we we're back. <laughs> we're back at uh, the ants place, and they're just fucking. They're kind of keg out. They're just partying. Everybody's got a bar in their house in this movie, right? And so, yeah, they're down in ants' basement. Uh, you, she's got all the fucking pictures up from her recent skiing trips. I mean, she's dead now, but you, you know, her past skiing trips. And uh, yeah, they're just like, hey. We'll drink to that. We'll drink to this. And they're back- fucking doing fucking shots out of her, her belly button and shit. They're, they're just fucking having a crazy ass time. They're, you know, you would think that they're playing yeah. beer pong. It's just fucking good old time. They must have slipped some sedatives into Becky's drinks or something. Because I know Becky, and she was all about her kid. She's not into this. Well, she is until booze is around. And yeah, then she's a point. whole different person. Yeah, that's a good point. She's party yeah. Becky. She's beer Becky. Beer bong Becky. So Jag, I don't know. Jag, he's he just goes, hey, I got some leads on Joe Fresno on that money. He was out of nowhere. Like apparently, Joe Fresno is a big kind of deal on the underground like criminal scene. Or yeah, something. I, you, with a name like Joe Fresno, how could you not be? Really, like Jag does come out of nowhere with that information. Jag, Jag, again, I mentioned it before. We don't get enough of Jag in this movie. He disappears randomly, and apparently yeah, he's he, out doing all well, the work. After this next scene, he needed a break. He oh, Because <laughs> they're like, yeah, that guy Samson is his buddy. No, he's not pro wrestling. He's running an oil wrestling place. Yeah. Let's go to the Hollywood Tropicana and see what's going on. Hmm. Hollywood Tropicana. So we get a nice oil wrestling scene. I think this is one of the few exterior shots of a building we get, too. Yeah. Well, they did get a call out at the end, how I would drop a can. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So in order to allow them to film inside. So this is a time I really bummed out. I never got to experience because Damn. it seemed like mud wrestling was a big 70s, 80s thing. Like Apparently. It died out. Like I, I don't really give a shit about stripping, but I want to see a mud wrestling show for some reason. Just, I don't know why. I mean, it's totally retarded. But I want to see just it. Just like fuck being in a four with Cheech and Chong. It's like, is this something you want to see? It's like, you, you know, you're it's not going to check it off on your list, exactly. your bucket list. I mean, I, I can't imagine you're going to be going there with sweatpants to really, like, show off or anything. But you just still want to just experience, experience it. Yeah. And we're kind of voyeuristically experiencing it through this movie because we get a long scene of some women oil wrestling in bikinis. Uh, I believe we had some nice music piped in there. I, I can't think of the lyrics right now. It'll come to me next week, or probably three weeks from now. Because Jag, the apparently, slide or something. apparently, Jag's been here before because everyone's like Jag, and, <laughs> and like patting him on the back. You, you want they got they got his special drink. Oh, here's here's the drink you always order. Yeah, you noticed that everyone else had to pay to get in, but Jag, they were just like, <laughs> come on in, and fucking. Uh, Turk, much like us, he's he's intrigued. He's like, mm, 
Even like even Becky's a little intrigued. She's like, hmm. Yeah. Well, again, everyone's just like, I gotta check this off my list. I, I everyone's having a good time. Everyone's clapping. Everyone's having fun. You know, good clean fun. Good clean. It's very clean. I mean, clean. there is so much sanitizer in that oil pit. It's is that what it was? It was sanitizer wrestling. Oh, uh, it, it's like a fifty fifty mix. There's no COVID in that. that Ex- exactly. There is no COVID. There there is a little bleach in no there. No masks too. needed. No, <laughs> no mask Samson, required. And apparently he knows Jags. So he comes over. He's like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, hey, we know you know Joe Fresno. Give it up. And- oh, uh, I'm not going to give that information away so easily. But Turk, he, he, he's so manipulative. He's just like, look, I'm, you're, 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 you're willing to starve this family of their child who has been captured and is probably, I don't want to say the words. But you know what I'm going to say next. So you, you, we need your help. And he's like, you know, yeah, sure. I, I pimp these girls out on the side. And I beat their – slap the shit out of them if they don't bring me back the money. But you hit me right in the heart with that yeah. kid talk. Fucking right in the heart. There's a lot of emotional manipulation going on in this movie. And you know where it all stems from? Stevie. Stevie's like controlling. Is he a puppet master yes. from afar? And 99% sure. He about. actually was behind his own kidnapping. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, he likes murder. And so he's like, all right, I can't say no to a fucking de- demo child. Here's where Joe Fresno's been staying. And while they're getting ready to leave, Jag's like, shit, I just slapped the shit out of these bitches. They ain't shit. Uh, these girls are actually pretty tough. When I go to backhand them, you know, they actually put up a little <laughs> bit of a fight. It's like, they ain't going to put up shit when the Jaguar strikes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really? Well, let's see. Put your money where your mouth is. So Samson goes down. He grabs the fucking mic, and he's like, I'm going to give this guy a beat. <laughs> little racial profiling there. Little racial profiling. But he's, he just fucking starts spitting. He was good beatboxer, you know? <laughs> uh, and ja- beatboxing? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I can pick that up on my shitty tube beat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so Jag gets into the ring, and he's... Jag, he's getting undressed. And as soon as he is, these women, they fucking cheat, man, because he's got his pants around his ankles, and they grab him. They grab him. They're, like, ripping his belt off. They're using that. They're choking him. They're trying to choke him. But he's got so much neck strength. It's Can amazing. we point out that Jag is, like, an elderly black man? Yes. <laughs> we have not. So, so we have not. there's, like, this old black guy wrestling these two white women. Oh, man. And... Uh, I was waiting for a cop to kneel on his neck. I mean, it was so crazy. <laughs> and, like, but, but that didn't happen. But what did happen, what, this is like the worst fuck. I mean, it was, it's, it's a ripoff of the scene from Stripes with John Candy. Yes. But it was like the worst cut scene because it's like there's wrestling around. Next thing you know, you see, he's like, am I set? Am I set? Like, Jag's like lying on his back and the girls are lying on his arms. Like, yeah. One's on each arm, like stomach on his arms. And then he, he sits up. He's got their tops. He's like, yeah. Nice Amir close-up of his just <laughs> giant grinning face. Oh, man. And the girl's like, no reaction. They're just like, okay, where's our, where's our 50 bucks? So we immediately get to uh, John and Turk. And they're John, Jag and Turk. And they're, they're, they're pulling up to uh, Joe's dress because now they have Joe's place. Well, they, they're a little ways away because they got to – they got to do some investigation first. They, gotta, like, they actually investigate him? They, they do recon. Yeah, they're watching. They from, recon him? They're hiding in bushes, dude. Oh, that's right. Do they use the makeup? Do they do they go into what's-his-name's makeup kit? Who? I don't know what you're talking about. We had weeks in a row where people were just applying that makeup big time, but no, they don't, they don't, they don't know what you're do talking that. about. So, no, they have, like, binoculars. 
<laughs> and it's good because I guess our man Joe Fresno, he loves a butt party. Because we he get really we get a great shot from Amir. He's got all these women scantily clad, and we get a butt right in the half of the screen is a butt gyrating. That's right. Oh my god. He's got this little beautiful poolside again, because all villains have a pool. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> They all live in these tiny fucking houses like we grew up in. Yeah. Like these are supposed to be like these kingpins, and it's like some fucking like quarter acre like fucking property. <laughs> they're, they're sub- which probably cost a million dollars in L.A. They're, they're suburb kingpins. Right. That's what they are. And they got like a fucking blow up pool, and you know, and he's got a, w- a woman dressed as a maid. <laughs> he's got yeah, he's got the one dressed up as a. And he's just uh, throwing money around, making it rain. He's got a martini in his hand with the little olives sticking out. Got the shortest shorts you've ever seen. One of his Dude, balls is hanging out. I'm gonna get me some of those shorts. He's got the fucking knee socks, the white knee socks. This is the first week uh, since recently that I wasn't wearing my shorts. We actually got some nice weather here. Nice weather. But uh, why, don't, why didn't I break for the weather? Why? <laughs> I don't know. You just why? killed the moment. I really did. But he can't, even though he's loving everything, he can't help but notice out of the corner of his eye, two cops like 50 feet away watching him with binoculars. So he just makes a he bolts and takes off, throws the women out of the way, takes off. Which, yeah. Fresh white Reeboks. God, the, the spring on those Reeboks was beautiful. I try to look up those shoes. You can't buy them anymore. That's the weird too thing. Fresh. <laughs> too fresh. And so Jag's like, I ain't running into that motherfucker. I just, I'm winded. I just fucking did some oil wrestling. <laughs> you saw me oil wrestle. Two women of superior strength. Yeah, he's like, I still, I got their bras hanging from my rear view. <laughs> well, just in case he needs a mask to go out. Uh, right. He's just going to use the bras. Or the tops, whatever, the, whatever. So, Murray, I'm gonna go ahead and pipe in some more music here because I fucking love this. One of the better chase scenes, at least, because it doesn't last too long. And again, I love the music and for one it. Of, one of Joe Fresno's balls is bouncing out. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice touch. Yeah, he's got he's got those tiny like weird shorts on, but then he's got a collared shirt that he tucks into him. Uh, oh yeah, Ugh is right. So it's hard hard to run. Period. But you want your balls hanging out? It's really <laughs> hard. So Turk gets gets catches up to him. Yeah, catches him, and he's like, okay. I'll 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 help my son if I have to. Yeah, he starts beating his ass, and then uh, Becky, who's always uh, wearing high heeled <laughs> boots, right. also is keeping up. So it's like, how fast are these dudes? Because this woman in high heeled boots was keeping up, and uh, so she breaks up because, of course, Turco is right to fucking pound town, right. and I mean I mean punching, not fucking. Um, that comes later. So he beats the shit out of Joe, but Becky's like, no, 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 this is my husband, yo. Let's stop this. And I love this man. 
Let's let's just. What was I? I was so confused <laughs> about. I was like, wait. Well, she knows. She doesn't want him to. Look, I mean, he's a cop. He might kill the guy at any moment. So he's like, look, point. we need some information from this guy that's first. A, that's a good point. Let's go to Arby's and talk about this. <laughs> and so they go to Arby's, <laughs> and he's like, look, okay, I guess, I guess I'll help you. I mean, it is my kid. It, it but I need three days. I need like three days. I don't know why I need three. They're days. like, are you kidding me? They've got the meat piping hot and ready for us every day of the week, and you can't get this money with to us. To save your child within three days, maybe I could get a little quicker if you buy me some mozzarella sticks. Wow, sticks <laughs> right over here. I like that art of the deal. Again, Turk knows everybody, so he just snaps and sticks, and people know. So, what, did Joe just take off? And say, I'll get the money and I'll meet you. I don't remember, dude. I don't know where we go from here. Uh, well, we go where we go for. We go where Stevie at. Stevie, <laughs> we gotta check it out, Stevie. Oh, Stevie God. still just like, hey man, your food's garbage. Get they 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 they're a Grubhub around here. Like, yeah, what the fuck spaghetti. I, what, I, I only eat Arby's. Spaghetti. <laughs> Where's my Pepsi? I want a Pepsi. Damn it. Spaghetti was so saddened by uh, the denial of his spaghetti. He's like, I'm not cooking for that little spaghetti. Fuck. Has I, I think they're. At, is this the same <laughs> ranch that we were on earlier? Just now it's the bad guy's place? It is. It is. It so is. I think Spaghetti, he had like a little garden with like oregano and shit, like fresh fucking yeah. herbs and like tomatoes. Everything. And he is so hurt that this kid's like, your fucking spaghetti's trash. Yeah. They should call you, I don't know why they're calling you spaghetti. It must be ironic. Yeah. Because you're fucking full of shit. <laughs> he went full Gordon Ramsay on him. <laughs> So, yeah, so one of the other goons, it wasn't Animal. I don't remember the other guy's name. Let's call uh, him there's, Tom. There was one guy named Ramon. Ramon. Let's say know. Ramon comes in. And he's just like, hey, I got you a sandwich, you mook. And it, it's, there's barely anything going on with a the sandwich. There's, there's like. It's just bologna with mayonnaise. <laughs> that's what it was. I, could, I couldn't read it because I'm not a sandwich guy. Uh, not and a it was, sandwich guy? No, not really. Sandwiches are so fucking great. It's, yeah. like, it's like every. It's like a. It's like all the fucking food groups in one fucking meal. You're a fucking piece of shit. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but, it. of course, this kid agrees with me because he's also a piece of shit. I mean, he's Satan and all. So he hands him the sandwich. And he's like, I'm not eating a sandwich. And Ramon. Yeah, that's who we decided it was. Ramon takes the sandwich and just like... Pummels it into his face like, you gotta eat a sandwich. And then he backhands him. Like, you know how hard this guy works for you. Oh and you just throw God. a spaghetti on the floor. Oh, man. A spaghetti, like, tears. Like, tears. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you're going to eat this sandwich and you're going to love it. And they oh, slam the door. Like, I don't eat sandwiches. Little Agam in there. It is a little Agam there. So he's like, hey, evil dog. And the dog comes up. Like, you need to help me get out. This is where it's like the weird configuration the, of this oh house. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, my God. It's so bizarre. Through the window, he can actually reach the back door of this house. Yes. Like I look, the, oh, my God. The acting. I don't know what. he. <laughs> the dog is just there to guide him. I don't know because he's doing all the kid. Stevie's doing all the work. All they have, the door is being closed with a hook and eye holding yes. it down. And it's not even like the dog is helping that much because he's making <laughs> so much noise. He's. Barking constantly, and that actually alerts uh, Spaghetti and Ramon and Animal. They're over in the other room. Hey, when you go into L.A., pick up some beer and whiskey. I'm thirsty. 
But you just see, like, Stevie straining. He literally, like, he can just reach and unhook this at any time he wants. But, like, they got to make it, like, dramatic. And he's even like, are you going to help me out, boy? He, even the dog's like, are you stupid? It's right. Are you fucking the, Frank Duke? The dog the is fuck? ripping his arm down. Like, he's saying, <laughs> don't break out. I don't like you. I don't want this. He's like, Donna, he's fighting it. But, again... Yeah. Stevie's Satan. He's manipulating this yes, dog. He's so satanic. He just flicks the fucking latch. It was like the worst fucking lock. And he just walks right out of the fucking house. Just walks right so out. Him, he's like, come on, dog. And they just take off, start running. And then we get a cl- another classic Amir shot where you see him go, like, run off into the ranch. And then a minute later, they show him again. And he's in, like, a fucking, like,. <laughs> Field. They're in the same field Samurai Cop fought, yes. you know, Yamashita in. Yeah. <laughs> and if I you bet, look in the background, you can see them two fighting. Dude, I bet if we went to that field, there's just DVDs and VHS, or rather not DVDs, but VHS footage and everything from his <laughs> other movies that he just buried. I bet that's what's out there in that field. And then they, I was so disappointed by the scene. <laughs> they, they all surround Stevie. Yeah, they, they realized pretty quickly. They were trying to feed the dog, and they realized, oh, shit, the kid ran away with the dog. They give chase. They surround him. So Stevie gets in with like a karate stance, and I was praying they'd have a midget stuntman to start doing <laughs> karate on these guys, but no. They just, they just grab Stevie. Stevie does kick it in the nuts. I think he yeah. kicks animal in the balls. It was animal. And he's got a sensitive penis, so. <laughs> yes. And, and he, he, like, gets away again. But uh, you know who who uh, stuck around to try to buy Stevie more time? Fucking dog. Spaghetti Jr.? Spaghetti Jr. <laughs> so Spaghetti Jr. Uh, does well, nothing and gets shot. He gets shot. I think he, does he bite like Spaghetti? He bites, I think he bites somebody. I don't know why they would just shoot the dog. For yeah, him. he went at, he, he was keeping them at bay, and then when they got too close, he did try to bite so somebody. So see fucking a dog just lying on the ground sleeping. Uh. It's like, you know, it's more awful. But they do eventually catch back up because okay. Steve is a child and his Satan powers aren't that strong yet. <laughs> Spaghetti just fucking campos the fuck out of Stevie. Bah, 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 bah. Like bitch slaps the kid like 50 times to the point where like animals like, dude, come the fuck down as a child. Because, oh, like, just blood pouring out of Stevie's mouth. Stevie's not <laughs> selling it at all. He's a, he's a younger buck. Yeah. He ain't selling this shit at all. He's just like. I'm fine. Nothing wrong with me. <laughs> He's ready to super kick. You can see him. <laughs> you can see him trying to set it up. He's you doing see the, the hairlines a little going back. <laughs> oh, just a giant bald spot in the back. And oh man, so they just they just throw him under the fuck his arm like a sack of wheat and take him back to the the ranch. After all that action, you know, we got we got to check in with our heroes because they've been working with Joe Fresno. And by heroes, what I mean is that Jaguar has disappeared once again. <laughs> Our well, fucking loyal partner. He's, he's got the numbers from those oil wrestlers. So yeah. He's got shit to know. <laughs> Joe, I got... Or Turk. Joe, what are these names? Joe is the... I, I know, but still... But Joe just, is Joe Fresno. I know, but I, I meant to say Jag. Uh, but yeah, J- Jag clearly called in. It was like, look, he's, Turk. He's being a Jag off. I, 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 I got to go jerk off all over these girls. You jagged it's, off. It's, it's going to happen. So but, Joe, I guess he comes back with the money. And, yeah. And like Turk's like... 
I'm going to be there, goddammit, because I'm a cop. And, like, wait, these guys are killers. They're not, all right, I'll do it, but you're going you're gonna to say you're my brother-in-law. Yeah, you have to say you're my brother-in-law. And I think Turk was actually pushing for more backup, but they were like, no, that's not going to work. No, that's, these guys are pros. These guys are pros. Little kid just outsmarted everybody. <laughs> but <laughs> These, guys, these guys are pros. So they got to meet up at the ranch because that's only the five locations that Amir has. Right. That are allowing filming. So they, they agree to meet at the ranch. They take uh, Becky with them because reasons. Well, she demands to because it's her child. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, Mr. Feliciano's there. Stands off with Joe. He's got like a. He's wearing like a members only jacket, just zipped up like an inch or two. And yeah. he has guns stuffed in there. Yeah. You want that go- gun poking out so you don't want the jacket too high. He, ne- he needs to intimidate. And he's like, oh, oh, Joe, I see you're back. Where's my son? I'm not going to give because what they, he does, he goes to talk to them about 100 yards away. Turk and Becky are there with the duffel bag full of money. Yeah. So like, I want to see my son first, and then you'll get your fucking money. And these goons, again, they're. They're shits, but they're also just like we just want our money. Go talk to your fucking kid. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to do this. You pushed this. Yeah, like your. Son, what are we supposed to do? Go to the cops for our six million dollars that we stole? Your no. son's been mumbling about like you really need to help this kid because he's been mumbling about how he's going to open his own indie mud show. He's, and he's definitely gonna, troubled. His child is troubled. He's going to get on TNT and he's going to fucking ruin wrestling for everybody. So he's like, all right. I'll, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna talk to my son. They go in the. I, it's, apparently now they're, the kitchen became a dining room. I don't know where. Oh my god! He's on a bed now. I I see how I explained this to myself when I watched this movie is that they put him in a different room because they realized well, that room wasn't yeah, a good idea. It had an exit. Yeah, you can literally just unlock the door yes. from the room. It had a back exit to a <laughs> mystery field in space and time. So. Uh, Stevie, he's just lying on the bed, like face toward the wall. He's like, Dag, son, it's me. He hasn't seen his son in a year. And Stevie's like, oh, it's you. You, you got some spaghetti for me? What the fuck? <laughs> what do you want? Oh, Murray. Like, son, I love you. And then he, you know, this is where I get really fucking annoyed with Hollywood and their elitism. And like only certain movies get Oscars or Oscar nominations. <laughs> this scene. Had me in tears, and I'm not even human. Yeah, <laughs> this was such a moving fucking scene. I know you could, you get, you had, you know, you were close to your father, so I know. I think you probably had a similar scene at one time in your life. My dad was out of my life for a year. Yeah, times twenty something. <laughs> and so, yeah, this is a very emotional scene, and like we can't do it justice. Usually, we would just do it. A, a we love doing a dramatic our, reading. Get recreation oh, we love doing our dramatic reading. But I, I don't know if I have the chops for this one. You really, can't so. do a good fatherly figure because you never yeah. had a father figure in your life, and I can't do that high pitched satanic voice. So, we we've got to turn this over to the pros. It's here. So this Oscar award. I've come to take you home, Stevie. No, I hate you. You left Mom and me. I'll explain everything later. Right now, let's just get out of here. 
Not with you. I'd rather die right here than go with you. Son, I'm sick. I've been sick for quite some time. I have blood cancer. Sometimes, Stevie, it hurts very much. I'm in real pain. So I had to take drugs. I drank too much. You see, Stevie, I never told your mother about my trouble. She just thought I was some kind of bum. We started arguing all the time, fighting. So I had to leave. I risked my life to make some money for you and your mother. Stevie, I never expected anything like this to happen. If you really loved me, you could have come and seen me once in a while. I did. I came to see you Christmas Eve. I was outside the house watching you through the window. What? I even got you a present. I put it upstairs in the attic, in the storeroom. Is it still there? It sure is, son. Okay, I forgive you. Thank you, Stevie. Thank you. You're my son. And I love you. We gotta go. Your mother's here. Really? Yeah. Where is she? She's outside. Come on. <laughs> Murray, I don't I don't know why I get tenue after that. Yeah, we don't. We, we <gasps> actually oh had God. to stop recording for half an hour at this week compose ourselves. We it was we so moving. We went uh, uh, I lit a candle and we just held each other for a little while. Yeah, it was, it was it's great. hard. It's hard. I mean, it was it was a beautiful when the kid was like, "Presents, <laughs> I love you now," and then leaps off the bed, and hugs his dad. It's so cute. It's so cute. Oh man! And he's just kind of like okay that his son looks like fucking Rocky Balboa at the end of the first Rocky movie because he's been beaten. His eyes are swollen shut. Dad's oh like, my god! Okay with that. Oh boy! Oh, everything happens in the scene. It sets up so much. I really start to understand these characters thanks to this scene right here. So now that he knows his son is battered but still alive, time to make that switch. Yeah, they got the son. They're heading outside. They're handing out. Everything is going fine. Well, yeah. I mean, judging by animals' reaction to the fucking duffel bag. Grabs it off like he like pulls out one to let you know there's money in there. Yeah, he, you know he doesn't realize. And Mr. Feliciano, now we know why Mr. Feliciano is the boss. It's all Monopoly money. Well, yeah, you see, here's the th- here's the smart thing that uh, Feliciano or not Feliciano, but Joe did is that he uh, put some coke on the money, and he knew that animal would fan it <laughs> and it would just blow that coke into his face. He didn't expect Feliciano to look at it. Yeah, well. Uh, unfortunately, Feliciano did look at it. He's played Monopoly before, and he's seen that the money is pink. Yep. So he's like, hey, this is a fake. 
So they're like, all right, let's take off. <laughs> a pan- uh, I love that. Okay. Joe, as a loving father should do, shields his child from the bullets. Do you notice Turk uses Rebecca as a shield? Yes. <laughs> Everything is weird about this scene because it reminded me so much of uh, the first ranch invasion. Excuse me. And where Stevie being the absolute, like, zero that he has. Again, you in HD, you see the bullets going around him and everything. But still, he's just left in an open field. No one around him. Like They're I'm, all taking cover in an open field. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got Stevie just sitting there. Which is working for Turk and Rebecca because the bullets keep hitting right, like, inches right, away yeah, from them. Right. The <laughs> they get the most like, exhausted bullets. They're just, they must have been mud wrestling, too. It's like a, a cartoon. Yeah, I what those bullets must have been listening to the, the MacGyver theme because they're really So, yeah, so fucking uh, Joe Fresno gets blasted. Yeah, I mean, the bullets hit him, but they don't go straight through. So, you know what that means? Death. Death. <laughs> and so Mr. Feliciano grabs Stevie like a sack of potatoes. We get a nice scene of him carrying a dummy around again. Run into this Toyota Tercel. Because that's what a mob boss would be driving. It is, yes. And fuck, a Turk gets a shot off, hits him. That's right, he does. But, this, but it went through. It went through. So he's fine. So later, like a young buck, he does not even bother selling no, it. He he's 100% it okay. He just jumps in his Toyota Tercel and takes <laughs> off. Turk, he kills a couple more goons. A couple uh, sips of Pepsi will cure that. Sorry. <laughs> it will. Uh, but, yeah, we just have, look, Amir's got to liven this up, so we just got Turk running around shooting people. It's really not that fun. I thought this was where the car chase happens. This isn't where the car chase happens? Uh, I believe it does happen after he kills a couple dudes. Like, he, he guns down at least two dudes here. But I think he does jump in the car, and they. Start I don't chasing. know. There's like so many car chases. There is I thought way too many car chases. So I uh, okay. I thought there was a car chase here, but I guess oh, they, no, just, they, they just they yeah. just go back to the police station. Yeah, and once again, the captain is like, "Look, you ain't no Clint Westwood." Westwood. He does say that, and he's like, "I'm taking your badge. Give me your badge and gun." Oh. Maxwell's taking over the case. Even to say, Ed, just fucking put a little. Fucking lemon juice on that fucking wound. He's like, Maxwell's taking over. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. He's like, no, they got spaghetti. He shot spaghetti in that scene. Did. Uh, Captured spaghetti. Yeah. Again, like in Samurai Cop, you get the one guy, they shoot him, they capture him, they got him in the hospital, they got a guard. We did get something to get a beheading, but not at this moment. That yeah. Was earlier in the movie. So, uh, of course, he's like, I gotta go talk to him. In no the horny nurse, though. That was. No. There was a horny, horny detective. Well, she wasn't. She, she or, wasn't not, horny. Not, she was. She was cock blocking detective. She's kind of like the nurse, where she was playing with him, though. She's playing those games. So, fucking, he's too invested now. Turk's like, I don't care if I'm a cop anymore. I got to talk to that spaghetti guy. Get the info because I got a pain in my ass, and it hurts. <laughs> Again, the and pain, I got to get it out. The pain in the ass. Pain in the ass. So, yeah, Turk goes up. It's being guarded by, uh, I th- it might have been the same uh, woman who got the grease on her crotch from Samurai Cup. I don't know. Yeah, All op- blondes look the same. Let's just me. call her Officer Cutie. And she's like, oh, Turk, I know that look. No, you're not getting in. And he's like, he's I, like getting in there, I want to get in there. And he points yeah. down to her pants. And, and she's she, like, you can't sweet talk me. No, no, you can't. He's like, 
you can't pull the the wool over my eyes. I mean, your shit's so brown that it's making your blue eyes brown. <laughs> no, she, yeah, she's like, you're so full of shit, it's making your blue eyes. Brown. I got that a little fucked up. That's a that, but that's a classic. Uh, yeah, a lot of groaning humor in an Amir Shervan production. Yeah, and then Jag shows up. Thankfully, just, just in time to see uh, the because fa- uh, Turkwood made his move. He just started necking her. Well, no, she no, she was totally on him. So Jack's like, "Hey, baby, I know you got that IBS thing going on. I'll, <laughs> I'll take, I'll let you have a break. Go take your shit. I'll be here. Don't worry about it. I got it covered." I mean, she made her move and need him in the dick, and Jack came in and was doing a Frank Washington. Need him in the dick. She was clawing his balls. She was like, she had a fucking. Was argument. that was? Yeah, she was locked on his balls. Oh, she shit. was totally on the Turks game for the whole thing. That's why Jag had to come. That's in. right. She was saying, "I'll pull harder." Yeah. Too bad she she doesn't realize Turks into that. And she's like, "I'll rip your dick, th- your balls through a door." Maybe she does know Turks. You ever seen that? that? Oh my god, you? I have seen that before. Yeah. Well, I'll do that. Oh, my so then goodness. Turk Jag comes in for the rescue. It's like, take care of your IBS shit. I know you get. Yes, I issues. like how you did that IBS shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then he's like. You can't go in there, Turk. Fuck. I'm just kidding. Go in there. Do what the fuck you want. Turk, I'm kidding with you, man. You think I'm going to do this work? I got those oil wrestling girls <laughs> yeah. that I'm going to go back to. Yeah. They want me to work with Maxwell. I don't do work. Don't That's fuck. your shit. I take credit. Oh, so man. they go in there because he's like, well, shit, I want to watch somebody torture somebody. So I'll go and watch. Yeah, I actually, I do want to see this guy. Though. So Turk like opens up the wound, starts digging his fingers in there. It's a good thing this guy didn't have his lips burned off because, as we know from <laughs> Samurai Cup, if your lips get burned off, you can't talk. No. So he's just got uh, – he had like uh, took some shotgun shrapnel to the gut. And so they have that fresh wound. And, and, of course, he's like, I'm not telling you pigs nothing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, really? And that's when he starts going to digging, going to town, digging in those oh. wounds. Oh. And it's like, uh, it's Fong. Go see Fong. He runs this high-class cat house called Heaven on Earth. It's in Beverly Hills. And Jag is just like, hey, I know this place. Yeah, and it's good. My car's. Staying warm and ready. Let's go hop in and get right over that horse. And then, before, then Turk goes for you. He's like, yeah, well, before I go, who hit that? Who hit little Stevie, that precious child? Oh, that precious little Did boy. you do it? Ah, no, it was Animal. Ah, animal. I just made him spaghetti. He didn't appreciate it. <laughs> he, clearly, Turk is keeping that in his brain like, kid doesn't appreciate spaghetti. Fine spaghetti. Did you use San Marzano tomatoes? Of course. They're from my village that I grew up in. That little shit. So they go. They make a beeline straight to heaven on earth, run by uh, Asian people, except for Fong, who apparently is white. I didn't yeah, get Fong, that. Yeah. But yeah. They, they even had the scene where Fong was speaking gibberish, which I think was supposed to be like. <laughs> well, I thought it sounded Italian, though. That was the weird what? thing. Did it sound Italian? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. But, uh... Yeah, the whorehouse, apparently Pepsi's not too low that they won't sponsor a whorehouse because there's Pepsi all over this whorehouse, too. Dude, I mean, when you're fucking, like, hardcore fucking, you need Pepsi. That's the only, it's like the Gatorade of fucking. Just revitalizes you. <laughs> okay. So, first there's a woman at the front desk, and she's like, no speaking English. She doesn't want anything to do with Jag and Turk. So, Mr. Tung comes in. Not Tung. 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 Comes in and goes, oh, how can I help you people? How can I help you, sir? 
and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're just, we want to try this place out." You know, I'm a, I'm a, I don't have my ID, but I'm a, a good member and standing of this. Oh like, yeah, who are a house? I don't have my card, but that's because it got lost in the mail. I, I I've been waiting for weeks for it. It's like your name up. Johnny Turquoise. Of course. I don't see a Johnny Turquoise. In I'm this. in this secret members list. Come on. And he flips And he's up. like, look, look, I got my friend here. And they conspiratorially look at you. He's like, yeah, man, he's got a lot of money. He's been saving up his welfare checks. Oh. Wink. And then Mr. Tongue goes, hee, like, goes like, they, they bonded over races. Dude. The fucking tongue loved that joke. <laughs> he could barely keep it in his pants after so that. So then, but that they built that they built a connection where he trusted Tur- Johnny Turquoise. It's true. So that was what Johnny was doing. He's not racist. Yeah, but he's like, well, let me check my little black book. He pulls out a red book, and he's like, <laughs> "You're right, he did." And he's like, "I, I'm sorry, I don't see your name here." And then a jaguar <laughs> reaches across the counter and doesn't hit him, but he does like. Kind of roughly tap his shoulder, like, "Come on, man! You know we're in here. We're no, you, you know we're good we're to freaks. come. Freaks, you know it. Come on, you want to see me in a towel? <laughs> you're Hollywood Tropicana. You know what I can do. You know what I can do. And uh, then, and he, then uh, this jaguar like hits the bell for some reason. He's like, Tung, yeah, Tonga pulls out the bell, and then Jack starts hitting it. He starts fucking going to town on it. It's like it's like little Gustavo. No, I don't remember the guy <laughs> in Breaking Bad who. Hit the bell. I don't remember his name. That was uh, Hector Salamanca. Heck, he's just going full Hector on the bell. He's just ringing the shit out. You know ring bell. I ring bell. And he ruins all of that like camaraderie that Johnny built in the past 30 seconds. I, so is like, Jag a bad cop or is... I can't. I can't figure this out. I can't. Figure Jag this out. is playing the bad cop. This isn't. This oh, isn't, this is good cop bad. Cop. Yeah, but this is not the time for good cop. Good cop bad cop. Okay. So they've just fucked everything up. So you, so uh, Turk's like, you know what? I'm going to take this little red book, and I'm going to find Mister Funk. He's going to be upset. Yeah. If he knows you're stopping me from fucking some whores. Why is this precious red book that was supposed to be black in Tongue's hands? If it's Fong's precious red book, because because Fong trusts Tongue. With I hate these names. I'm already having so much trouble with names, and now we have a fung and tongue. <laughs> All right. So after the ring has been belled, the bell has been rung 85 times. Cannot unring the bell. They're they're like, "All right, fuck you. We're we're just gonna go. It. We're gonna go find our own way because we love that song. You can go your own way. We're gonna go our own way." They turn and a nice little comedic bit there. Oh, I see you because have some friends. We learned that. Tung has a very specific way of hitting the bell that mm-hmm. can alert the goons. Yep. And the goons show up, and somehow they wind up in like a garage or something. I don't know. Where they the escort them outside. They're like, yeah, we're gonna, we're totally going to take <laughs> you to Fung. And he's just right over here, guys. But and they don't take the book away from, from Turk. No, they're like, yeah, you guys can keep that. It's a souvenir. <laughs> from, it's a gift from us. But I, I guess they were imagining that they're going to beat their asses. But these guys were such bitches. I mean, they're all Marco stunts. <laughs> So, like, Jag is, again, you mentioned it. Jag is exhausted. He's been fucking these oily bitches all night. He's he's running train. He's 80 years old. He's years old. And he's just like, you ready, Dirk? And they wink at each other, and they just go to town. And just destroy this whole gang. It's it's not even a fair fight. So they start this. you know, it's like, before we meet up with Fong, how about we have a little hot tub hijinks? 
They walk back through the fucking place that they just got kicked out. Well, all the guards are dead now. Right. So, yeah. Whatever they want. Yeah, they run the show. So, first we get a meeting. This is where Amir, there's been so much tension. I can see how Amir was like, I needed to bring it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. The Throw dial, some humor in here. The dial is naturally up to about eight right now. He's like, let's get it back down to a nice four, right. maybe a hard six. So they're walking down a hallway, and a woman. We see like a naked guy walking with a naked girl. That's crazy. It's like yeah, we got know, we got Sodom and Gomorrah. Tits, yeah, and a naked woman opens the door, and she's like, "He's like, hey there." She's like, "How would you like? How would you like a, a nice sixty-eight? A sixty-eight? I think you mean a sixty-nine. I'm no prude myself. You mean sixty-nine? And, and she's like, <laughs> "Young boy, no, of course not. A sixty-eight because I eat you, and you can owe me one." That way, I, Amir uh, Shervan laughed for a half an hour after he wrote that. Oh, my God. You know he was just sitting <laughs> in a hotel, probably the hotel we've he seen probably, in this movie. He probably made him film that like 50 times. Like, no, you're not getting it right. You're not hitting the punchline right. <laughs> no. Get the punchline right. So we get that. I'm, I had to stop the fucking film for a second and just laugh for a good 30, 40 minutes. I mean, this is only an hour and like 38-minute movie, but because of how many times you had to pause it to just really let this shit wash over I you. Oh, God. It was like emotional roller coaster ride. We were crying like 15 minutes <laughs> yes, ago, we were and now we're laughing like hysterically. Like, I, I don't know who can, who can accomplish This is why that. Amir Shervan's a Mr. So genius. Because yeah. nobody can play with your emotions like Amir Shervan can. It, it, it's true. It's just a fucking marionette of emotions here, man. So then we get a nice They walk into like a, a, a hot tub room straight out of Revenge of the Ninja. It was yeah. a hot tub room that they were going to drown, uh, I think, the chicken. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> And there's like, oh, hey there, Judge. Like, this is a full fucking room, by the way. Right. It, it's a sauna slash hot tub room. There is 18 people in it. Right. There's do, There's like probably nine, you know, I'm going to go with six dudes and uh, nine women. 69, you know, you got that nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, every dude has like a woman over Save him. And then there's later. like a, oh, boy. And then there's a. <laughs> There hasn't been an old boy like that in a while. Uh, and then there's a woman laid out. And we, last yeah. week we had women as tables. Well, a couple weeks ago we had oh, yeah, we had the sushi on the body. But yep. he, that's that's, that's amateur. Damn that's bullshit. You ever play poker on top of a naked woman? I don't even know how this worked. Poker in the think, front, liquor in the back. Oh, boy. Aye. Another old boy. Murray, you're on fire today. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know how the cards would work at this point. You think they would crinkle know. up from all that steam in the air? I don't know, but they're they're figuring it out, and they're like, "Hey, judge, I'll have you know, I'm a senator." We're so we're, they're seeing all the big wigs. They don't even care. That's how crazy this place is. Is like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Well, at that time, it's like, what are you gonna do? Tell the fake news? <laughs> like, you know what are we? Then they do? go in another room. We meet that Nigerian prince, that the, the king of the email that sends everyone's email. Yeah. He, he exists because yeah. he's in the room. Surrounded by bitches, and they're like, "Hey, man, I want my fucking ten dollars back." And he's like, "Ah," they laugh. And then, oh boy! Then the, the prince gets in the hot tub. You know, we know he's a prince because he's a black guy that had like a hat with a feather on it. That's like how like fucking lame the fucking <laughs> costuming is for this fucking movie. So apparently, uh, amongst this hallway of doors was Fong's room. Because I don't remember <laughs> they, them. I think they went in every room. They, meet, they eventually stumbled on Fong's okay. room. So, so, so they just stopped showing us all the hijinks. Like, yeah. Amir ran out of ideas for what's behind these doors. Or he's like, the tension's been lowered enough. Let's, 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 let's rack it back up. Let's rack it back up. So they wander into Fong's room. 
And I believe he does have, a, like, a guard there or anything. But, yeah, he, he did. He had a little whipping boy that he's yeah. like, go make copies of my butt. Get out of here. And, and so the guy leaves the room, and that's when uh, uh, Jag and um, Turk walk right, in. So we meet Fong, who, once again, is a white guy. Yep, very white. Speaking Italian. And he's like, it's somebody of you. And then, what are you guys doing in here? Well, we got, we got this little book that you might want to be interested in. That's my black book. But why is it red? <laughs> and they're like, I want a black door, and I have a red door, and I want a And they're black. like, look, we don't need this book. But if you give up Feliciano, you can have it back. And he's like, okay. He immediately gives up Feliciano. Gives him all the deets on Feliciano. So Turk's like, well, I'm no longer a cop anymore, so I can't call backup. So I have yeah. to call my own personal backup. Look, I got guys that are tougher. I mean, this is right out of these Trump's. guys deal straight P two P. Yeah, this is how fucking dangerous these guys. They're are. fucking dangerous as fuck. They they operate out of a bar where they have arm wrestling and rest, just like straight wrestling, but it's like no holds barred. Uh, there and is a bathroom with a trough full of <laughs> shit and a Doberman, another Doberman tied up to it. Then you got it like a so little many. person hanging in a wow, cage. Man. If you like, if you listen to every one of our episodes, you'd be getting slammed with so many callbacks and that one fucking joke. <laughs> I just want to watch Noel's bar now. <laughs> so he's, he makes a call. Of course, you know his biker friends. Turk, you know he's a man of the people. Oh, calls up at biker friends, and since this is an outdoor scene, we get a nice Amir like dub. Where he's playing a biker on the yeah. phone. You don't see anybody talking. You see a man who's clearly at a phone, but his back's to the phone. Or back's to the camera, excuse me. And so, yeah, you hear Amir talking over for us. Like, you need me! I'll be there! I love that he's got a Vince McMahon voice. Yeah, he is. And so they, so it's like, all right, Turk gives the bikers where the Feliciano address. We're all ready to rock and roll and fuck up Feliciano. Oh, of course they did, uh, as Turk was leaving, he's like, well, I'm not a cop, so you go ahead and uh, hand, or, you know, take uh, Feliciano in. Or not Feliciano, but Fong in. He's like, what? You guys said you weren't going to handcuff me if I gave you the information. Whoa. I so lied. Well, I'm not a cop. He's like, you fucking pricks. Uh-uh. We're dicks. We're not pricks. We're dicks. I love it. Get it? Because detectives are dicks. Oh, I loved it. So the biker gang rolls up. Everyone's ready to converge on this place. Turk, he's like, for some reason, he wants to bring Becky to this. Becky refuses to like stay out of danger. And just as they're about to go to get in that Toyota to herself, <laughs> with Mr. Feliciano's, our man Maxwell sitting there. You know, he's late to everything, but he is on time for this. He's been waiting to fucking cuff him. He's, he's been, been waiting wait- for years to do this. Yeah, he just wants to get him in bondage big time. And and to make matters worse, he's like, Jag, I want you to handcuff and your ja- Jag's just like sitting out. He's picking it. You know, he's got a toothpick out. And he's just like, me? I ain't cuffing him. I ain't doing that. We're fucking brothers, man. And then Turk, he's like. Always manipulative. He's like, you have a son, right? What? Whoa, 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 whoa. How do you know about my son? Oh, I'm not going to reveal that, but his name's Tommy. <laughs> Little Tom. Yeah, what would you do, uh, Max, if your son was being fed spaghetti? Handcrafted spaghetti? Being beaten mercilessly. That part would probably bother being him. Being taunted by Dobermans. Yeah. Being screamed out by a guy named Animal who's completely coked up. Separated from his pet goat. 
I never thought of it that way. I'm in. Let's do this. Let's do it. I'm. I. I look. I just confiscated a bunch of guns. I'm ready to fucking murder people. Let's kill. And killing, they're gonna do. Unfortunately, when they finally get to the compound, which is like a fucking two-story fucking house, <laughs> they uh, they they do some recon first, and we see this isn't gonna be so easy as they think. Yeah. Because we got an American Ninja style kung fu practice going Dude, on right now. They got sticks. They got perfect weapons everywhere. I saw so I counted fourteen perfect weapons. Nunchucks flying everywhere. Oh. Samurai swords. These guys mean business. They absolutely do. Speaking of business, our man Animal is inside the house, banging the fuck, getting ready to bang the fuck out of this chick. He's wearing his tight best tidy whiteies. <laughs> Again, another Amir classic shot. His villains always, right before the the action, there's got to be some fucking. Like, the main guy he really wants to have a focus on as a villain has to be fucking. Yeah, and it's got to be grosser the better. Yeah. Oh, my God. And this so is this is you gross. ever imagine Bob Seger fucking your mom, this is kind of <laughs> like what it would look like. And while that's going on, fucking, even fucking... Thugs fucking treat Mexicans like shit. They got them cooking the fucking food. Yeah, I thought these were like some of the best goons they had. And they're like, no, you guys are in the kitchen. Well, now that spaghetti's gone, who's going to cook the food now? This is a good point. I never really considered that. So they immediately go Mexicans. Go, oh, foreigners. Come on. Yeah. So Turk, he sneaks into the house. He unlatches that little latch. Yeah. Locking the door. I, I do like that, though. There was the two guys in the kitchen. The one was prepping up a nice uh, tray. He had the Pepsi on there. Of course he did. He had the Budweiser over, some nice uh, fruit. <laughs> and then, yeah, he had, like, I, I didn't even notice what the third item was because the Pepsi was in clear view. Yeah. After he leaves the room, Turk is like, now's the time to strike. So he takes out the cook. Just karate chops him in the does throat. does a classic Captain Kirk karate chop to the neck. I, I Stuns him. I love that later that guy gets up and he's just like, oh, my neck. <laughs> it's so good. Eye for detail. Eye for detail. So that guy he, knows how to sell on, like, the young fucking bucks. So, I don't, I don't know how... Does he find... Stevie in the house? I thought he saw Stevie through a window. I don't even remember how this happened. Well, here's <laughs> the thing. The they, fucking, go, they go. Like you said, it's like Alice in Wonderland, these houses. <laughs> we don't know what's from scene to scene what house we're in. They go in the house, and then they go back out the house and around. Because, yeah, you're right. They do find Stevie from a, a window. I have no clue why. I have no clue why they went in and beat that man that apparently looked like he was just the service. He doesn't even look like a goon because he's got an apron on. He's washing dishes. He's chopping carrots. It's like, what are you doing, Turk? This is this is a good reason why his badge was taken away. This guy's a fucking he's he's crazy. He's gonna. So they head back outside. They spot. I don't know how they even spot Stevie because the blinds are down. Oh, uh, Murray, he's Satan. He mind melded with them. Father, come to me. I'm not your father. Come to me. <laughs> you are my father. Wow, an Empire Strikes Back moment. Too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Uh, so they got uh, bars on the windows because this must be in the hood. This fucking house. Yeah. And so thankfully, uh, Turk's got his pocket screwdriver out. So he starts unscrewing them. Becky's there too. 
but it, it's taking him a little time. Like, he's fumbling the screwdriver. Why? And fucking is, Steve, he's like, what's the problem? Why is it taking Turk so long? So, instead of watching Turk fumble around with the screwdriver, let's watch Animal <laughs> fumble around with the lady. Screwdriver. Her. Screwdriver. Her. And he's like, I want to fuck on the floor. <laughs> Don't want to fuck on the floor. I bruise easily. <laughs> I like bruises. Then he's just slapping the shit out of this bitch, and then we just cut away. That's all we could do. Even even Ramirez like that's too dark. That's that's getting way too dark. <laughs> Let's get back to fumbling screw dot. I don't even know if that's what we'll go back to. Yes, it is. It and is. <laughs> okay, so good. So we, oh, we get little Stevie up being a total pain in the ass the whole way. He's like, oh, I don't yeah. want to go. I kind of like it here. They serve Manuel me. makes great. Tacos. Oh, you see? That's the thing. He just didn't like You never make food. tacos, Mom. Oh, Fucking brat. And when you do, you just use that fucking uh, seasoning packet. He puts his heart and soul in it. I could taste every tear he put in it. So, did we mention earlier there were like kung fu guys practicing? Because they're never seen for the rest of the movie. We see two of them. <laughs> we see two of them. And they get taken out by fat bikers. Fat bikers. <laughs> and you can't even tell them apart yeah. because the guys we saw training are not the guys we see fighting later on. No, it's just... I don't know. They need to wear like uniforms or something. We can tell them apart. Like the uh, the ninjas and I think American Ninja three yeah. or four, where they were color coded. <laughs> we need right. that happening here, because everyone's in street clothes. At one point, we have, we do have one Asian dude wearing Dockers up to his nipples. He was clearly doing his JCVD, and he gets taken out very easily. He takes on two guys, knocks the one guy out, and then the other biker just walks up, taps him on the shoulder, and punches him in the face. He's out. That's yeah. it. That's the kind of fighting we're dealing with here. Yeah, we don't. Amir, he does not know how to direct action. He really, he really doesn't. He did a way better job in Samurai <laughs> Cop. You're seeing a lot of these lingering scenes though in this yeah. movie. He re- he really refined it in uh, Samurai Cop. So finally, some goon alerts Animal. He puts his dick back in his fucking tidy white. I got another shot Amir loves is his goon figuring it out and then like taking charge, <laughs> grabbing his pants, trying to run and put pants on. And then the kid got away. Get that fucking kid. Turk, he's got the Stevie under his arm, throws him in the trunk of a Geo. He's like, Becca, you can drive, right? I mean, you're a woman. I don't know. And she's like, of course I can fucking drive. And so she, she starts up the fucking Geo they take off. Uh, Turk's got the shotgun. Yeah. Long ass chase. Yeah, long, fucking boring. Uh, they go to like a construction site <sighs> where they just go around piles of dirt. They start driving around. Them. And they throw nobodies into the villain card. You notice that. Yeah. Because all of our villains are are, are going to die at the end of this construction site here. It's like, it's the chef. It's the guy who got his neck chopped, so he's got some neck pains, and he's trying to drive them around and shoot a gun. And yeah, he can't drive with neck pain. No whiplash. So, I don't even know how it happens because he crashes. Fast he just, he just, he just crashes, crashes the car into a sand dune. Sand dune. Great. And the car bursts into flames. Oh, of course it does. And two of the guys get out, but the third one's got that neck pain. He can't. He's got that pinched nerve. <laughs> right. So his his function is just off. He can't open the door, and so he just goes up in flames. And that oh. apparently the heat is heat does very well for fucking muscle pain. It does. He jumps out of the car after that. Yeah, and his screams are intense. I mean, Amir's screams are intense because this <laughs> is a, this is ah, Amir screaming. It hurts, burns. Ah. Oh, and so after you have set a man ablaze, go back to ants and have a couple pretzels. I imagine <laughs> Auntie Anne's pretzels, man. You know, 
But unfortunately for Turk, Animal followed them back. He was oh. lurking in the background. Oh, okay. And he so he's got their address. He knows where it is. Calls puts a call in to Feliciano. Feliciano, while there, is like yelling at the pimp from earlier for some reason because yeah. he's stealing from him. I don't know why we needed this scene in here. I, I mean, show how evil Feliciano is. Th- th- this almost like a me- like a mansion from Samurai Cop. I was expecting this scene to go in a direction of a uh, head on a piano, but it didn't. It, it went nowhere. It went. It went nowhere. There, yeah, so I we, guess it was just show how brutal Feliciano. So was. we cut back to Turk and the family. And a beautiful Arby's dinner. Turk is totally fucking jiving with fucking Rebecca, but the third wheel, Stevie. Yeah, Stevie's like, I want my goat. I Fuck to, you. I need to go home. I need to get my goat. There's a gift in the attic <laughs> that I need to get. Right now, and they're and just. Then Steve, oh. And then Turk, he's like, "Hey, Steve, you like video games, don't you?" Yeah. Do you have NHL '93? Yeah, I do. It's right in the other room. Oh my god! It, it, he it. must have put a fresh coat of lead paint in that room because you do <laughs> he, not hear from Stevie. He locks the door. <laughs> he put, he's got some chloroform. He puts it over. Yeah. All right, he'll be out for a couple. Hours. <laughs> he comes back into the kitchen. Becky is like getting some dishes done, and he's like, "Oh, Becky, doing the di- you really shut." Well, I just feel so like I've been such a burden. You you've been so great, Tur- Turk. You're just so great. Your hair's got like a MacGyver, but it's great. You you got the smile. It's just great. And I feel so. I'm such a. I need to go back to my house to get clothes. <sighs> Turk, say something. Something. Turk, I gotta tell you, when you say something to me, I just I love you. I think I love you. I, yeah, Turk, like, I think I, I love I you. I think I'm falling for you. And, and Turk, Turk like looks her. at the camera and winks. He's like, yeah. he. By the way, by the way, he's wearing jeans, low cut jeans, crop top shirt. And so he reaches over, and you see that shirt just creeping up because it's so low cut. And he just grabs her, pulls her in. And unfortunately for uh, Jim Mitchum, he's no uh, Matt Hannon, so they just cut away. We don't. They, even, we don't. We see don't it. get to see that fuck scene. We don't see a slow hand like pull down that bikini yeah. briefs. <laughs> oh God, no! I can't remember it. I was trying to remember. Yeah. Happy birthday! You know. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> You remembered. I don't remember that. I, I can't remember it. Go back oh. and listen to our Samurai Cop episode. You'll crack the fuck up. You thought up. of everything. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. And then he just gives this dead-eyed stare, and then zombie walks to her. Oh, yeah, this Arby's was roaming in my neighbor's yeah, yard. So and unfortunately, <laughs> you know the one thing that Amir added to his repertoire that we didn't get? There's no fish kissing in this movie. There is no There's fish no kissing. no gross Robert Zadar going, on a girl. Which is probably for the better. So next day... I guess Stevie finally came too, <laughs> and she's like, you know, I sweated out those clothes that crazy fuck session we had. I got to go back home and get some some new draws. Yeah, all I have is my sweater with this raccoon tail thing, <laughs> which happening. is all she wears for the entire movie. And even though they go back to get some more clothes, Turk is like, look, it's going to be really dangerous there, so just hang out here and I'll go get them. No, no, I think me and Stevie will go with you. We need to put ourselves in more danger. Yeah. Okay, that sounds that makes sense. So again, the villains know where Turk is. That doesn't come into play though, <laughs> no, because no. what they do is they go wait out at the at um, Becky's house. Yeah. So maybe I don't know because I don't know where we're at at any time in this movie because there's <laughs> everything is every place is five different places. Yes. 
So yes, we are at Becky's, and it's or the animals already been there. The place has been tossed. I mean, it looks first. It looks like a hoarder's house. It's just full of shit everywhere. Wall to wall shit everywhere. Yeah. And Stevius runs to his his uh, bedroom. Apparently, I guess I guess there's competitive goat washing because he's the best. Because <laughs> Dude. there's a wall full of red ribbons. There is easily three hundred <laughs> ribbons across yeah. this wall. This kid is seven. It's like the house. And Samurai Cop, they had a bunch of martial arts fucking awards. Yeah. But it's at least there was reason behind, behind that. Yeah, this is goat washing. Yeah. <laughs> and Stevie, remember when his dad said he had that special present that he left in the attic? Stevie, had all he's thinking about is that present. All he's been thinking about since his dad died was getting his hands on that present. Yeah. I mean, there, there's like Becky and Turk are just in the living room, and she's like, my place is trash. And he's like, I'll trash that ass. And then. She's like, where is my son? They go into the room. He's just they. Somebody propped him up on a little ledge well, in, the, yeah, in the closet. Like a, yeah, there's like a shelf in the closet. He's on top of it. Right, right below the attic access. Yeah. And we imagine he's been here for 14 <laughs> minutes because mom and Turk have been out in the living room kind of like doing this trash foreplay thing. It, it's weird. But this kid has been in here for the longest time and. Turk's like, hey, little buddy, why don't we get down from there? See all your cool ribbons here. Let's get you down from there. No. My dad left me a present in this attic, and I'm going to get it. Well, it could be dangerous up there. Your dad was a drug addict. No, my dad loved me. I'm going to go get it. I'll I'll get get it for you. Yeah, he gets it for him. He's like, hey, there, there is something up here. It's within arm's reach. He barely gets his wrist past the entrance into the attic, and he pulls out a giant sack. <laughs> Not his sack, but a sack. A duffel bag. Yeah. Come on, Murray. What's with the dirty mind? We already did the fuck stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> we haven't done enough fuck stuff. Because he opens up the duffel bag. Hey, there's money in here! This has to be six million dollars! <laughs> Bullshit! This is just money. I want a present. This kid is so ungrateful. What the fuck's wrong with this kid? He's seven. He's at seven. I knew about money. I was gambling all day. Apparently, this guy's gambling with souls because he's a spawn of Satan. <laughs> well, we know that. Yeah. And sure. so, Animal and the crew. I guess I don't know what the fuck. I'm so confused by this place. They're they're there. They're just waiting outside. Okay, they found the big black gift up in the attic. Yeah. So they're coming the middle of the outside. Oh, shit, there they are. So, wait. Okay, we're on, we're on the ranch. That's the same ranch as the bad guy's ranch, but now it's the good guy's ranch. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> Everybody's squatting everywhere. <laughs> Everything is a ranch in these fucking American <laughs> Van movies. Uh, you got to end every movie on a ranch. And so we're at the point where there's about 28 minutes left of this movie, and you would think things happen, but it's just slow. It's people stalking people. And uh, by the way, Jaguar, nowhere to be seen anymore. No, he's gone. He's gone. It's just uh, Becky who kind of takes some action into her own hands and uh, Turk running around shooting people. Yeah, well, he's just – yeah, everyone – like Amir Shavan – Loves having people walking on roofs. Yes. So there's a the, this this is the most confusing roof shooting too because you have Turk and the roof guy walking. Russian. The Russian was the Turk. Russian. Okay. 
But they're walking uh, on diff- two different levels. Turks on the ground, Russians on the I roof. I think. I don't know because they look exactly the same. They're wearing both wearing green jackets and jeans, and then they have blonde hair. And it's shot so far away, even in HD, you can't tell what's going on here. <laughs> so eventually, Turk looks up, notices them, shoots them. Uh, I, I, one of the more climactic scenes that comes out of this whole action is Becky's just running around. She well, hides Steve. Well, there's oh. there's a goon that apparently worked for Mr. Burns before he worked for Quintiano. Oh. Oh. Because he, not only does he not have sideburns, he has like <laughs> two inches above yeah. where his sideburns grow shaved off. Yeah, he went all the way around <laughs> like his ears, you know, and shaved all of that off. So he's got this really yeah, thankfully, weird... Thankfully, Turk puts him out of his misery because if you're looking like that, you think that's good. You need to die. That, that's clearly a COVID haircut. That's what that is right there. <laughs> You have great – there is great-looking goons here, aside from Russian guy. Russian guys suck, but you also have the one dude with, like, the giant wraparound shades who was wearing, like, the, the Dockers, beard. and then he had, like, these weird uh, suspenders. But I thought that was the dude with the no sideburns. No, it wasn't. There oh, were two wow. different well, dudes. Well, there, there was another guy with wraparound shades and, like, a wife beater. Yes. There <laughs> – I think that was the same guy. I think Amir just just went to the nearest Gold's Gym and found the biggest goons like Zubas on. It was like, you're a star. Do you want a hundred bucks to (laughs) for like an hour's work? Sure. That's that's kind of what I love about these action movies. Do you want a fucking free Arby's meal (laughs) for fucking hour's work? I I swear, how is this movie not sponsored by? Yeah, so there's literally 15 minutes of just Turks stalking people down and killing them. They're like, uh, I wanted to bring up the fact that uh, eventually Becky, who hides Stevie, and Stevie is out of the picture for like this whole. But of course, being an obstinate little prick for this, their lives are in danger. I don't want to be in here. It's Dirty. Yeah, he is shitty. Well, I mean, he is the son of Satan, so he's probably like, I want to see some bloodshed. Uh, but maybe he finds a vantage point and he watches it. But Becky ends up running off, and she's got a little six-shooter on her. And she gets cornered by Animal. Well, they, they both bump into each other. Oh, that's right. They're they like, both round a corner, yeah. yeah. And then and then Animal fucking coked out. He's like, ha, 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 ha. He's got a shotgun, and he's got the – he likes this stance where he's holding it like he's kind of crouched over a little bit, and then he's holding it right in front of his dick. So he really likes that phallic symbol of a shotgun. You're not going to shoot me, little lady. <laughs> come on. Come on. Put your gun down. <laughs> and so eventually he takes a shot, and I don't I don't even know if shotguns make this noise, but it makes that really long, like, click sound effect. And that finally snaps Be- Becky into shape, and she sh- shoots him 19 times. How many times did she shoot him? I counted 17 times. 17? Okay. In the dick. In the dick. All yeah. in the dick. All in the dick. And she's fucking, like, smiling about it. She's like, oh, yeah, all right. I feel pretty good about that one. Yeah, I would, too. Yeah. Animal had it coming. Oh, okay. So the final shootout, as boring as we're going to make it sound, it's, between uh, Turk and Mr. Feliciano. Apparently, I don't even. We just literally watched this like fifteen minutes before we they started just, recording, again, and I don't remember what happened. It's as it's as uh, uh, overwhelming as that animal Becky fight, where they just they both turn a corner, they're at a standstill, and uh, Joe or Joe, why Joe? <laughs> Joe Marshall. That's it's why Joe Marshall is the samurai. Guy. Uh, Turk is out of ammo, and so Feliciano was kind of toying with him a little bit. 
But then fucking uh, Becky comes through from behind. She's got her fucking nice high heel boots on. She's she's like we're Catwoman. Do, they're doing a little bit of fist fighting, and then she's clearly seeing that Fusion's going to beat Turk's ass. Oh, okay. So she's like, I gotta she make com- this more even. She comes through with a shotgun, doesn't so she's she? Like, yeah, she goes Turk. Throws the shotgun, he grabs it, and just blows fucking Feliciano away. He takes that first one and went right through his gut, which No, not right through, because he'd survive, went right through his gut. It just went in. No, he takes the first shot, no problem. Oh, that's right. He blows that off. Yeah, so it went right through, but then he shoots him in the face, and they all stick in there, and he dies. A horrible, horrible, horrible death. And then Stevie comes out and bays in the blood a little bit, and, you know. And they're like, hey, Tiger... Look at this money. What are you going to do with it? I'm going to buy lottery tickets and get more money. Oh, Stevie. So apparently, they lived in a trailer park beforehand because that's a very trailer park thing to do when you win money. So, Murray, we're going to go back to the station. Back to the station. Turk is going to reap the fucking benefits of, you know, murdering a lot of people. Well, first of all, Captain, he's just like, Ah, my hemorrhoids. Oh, oh my God. He's yeah. all talk, ass talk. He's all shit talk. He, when he retires, he's going to do a podcast called Ass Talk. He's like, ah, oh, I guess you did, you, you did it. Here, here he opens a drawer. Here's, here's a badge. Take it. Yeah, yeah. They're in the middle, of like the, 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 the hub where all the cubicles and the guard, every, every nobody sits. And he just opens a random drawer, <laughs> pulls out a fucking there's, badge. There's a drawer full of badges. He spit shines it, right, rubs it off, and tosses he says, it. You're a cop again. I get, apparently, you can do that. That's all it takes. And, and, but, but you did such a great job with Maxwell. Oh, man. You guys are partners. Uh, you guys are superstars together. There's no way I can keep you with Jack. Jack's weighing you down. Jack, but the white meanwhile is drinking a beer on the job. He's got he's got a Milwaukee's best. He's just sitting on the desk. He looks exhausted again. He's probably been with the oil women again. And yeah, he's just like Captain. What are you talking about? We actually. Uh, the second time watching, I noticed that there's a very confused-looking woman in the background wearing a very awkward dress. And he's just like, Captain, you can't do this. We work together. We're like brothers. And he's got a hand around uh, Turk's hips. He's, like, really hunkering down there. He's like, this man is doing my job for me. Don't do not do this. <laughs> yeah, right. If, like, if I'm not teamed with him, I'm going to have to do work. Yeah. It, I can't it, get drunk at the titty bar anymore. Turk was all about that. I mean, But, again... I, I, I want to give uh, want to give Jag his credit. He was getting all kinds of tips everywhere. He had uh, the fucking tap of the the under understream, right? Because he's always at whorehouses and shit. <laughs> That's where every fucking scumbag hangs. Out. Exactly. So uh, like, no, no way. You're not breaking this team up. And that's when they introduce. And the captain's like, "Well, I was going to introduce you to your new partner, Miss Alexandra." And she comes over, and she's got this thick accent that she doesn't pull off. Hello, I'm your new partner. And she's real, like, mediocre-looking, too. It wasn't even that big a deal. You can call me Alex. <laughs> she, she played it that hard? Yes. And he's like, oh, really? Face bombs, Turk. Uh, yeah. Can I call you Alex? Yeah. Like me. Let me show you my leads down at the Tropicana real quick. You look good in some oil. <laughs> we need to figure out what kind of agility you, you have. You know what? Now is the time to reveal that I wanted to be humble, but all that oil, that was packed jelly. That was sponsored by Merman Industries. That's how we got the money to get the mics for this podcast. Right. That's right. 
mirror the deal who made with their mirror for Pack Jelly in that scene. That's uh, money well spent. Pack well, Jelly well spent. Jelly well spent. That's how we know a mirror so well. Uh, you you're right to say we are humble about this. We've waited a long time. We've talked about Amir movies for eight hours now, right. and we're just now revealing that we're friends. Yeah, because we're humble, just yeah. like a Hollywood cop would be. Yeah. So there you go. That's just that's just episode one of this great misunderstood genius month. I mean, these notes. Most of the movies we do, we get maybe like a quarter into the back half of a piece of paper. These months are all going to be like two plus pages. You're going to be doing two hour episodes. We're going to be doing two hour episodes minimum. So, love that or hate it, I don't know. I don't and strap in, feel the G's because these uh, there's so much these bad movies. They, there's so much packed into these movies. Unlike most action movies, there's just so much it's because there's so much passion. There's so much. Oh my! Speaking God. of uh, works of passion, next week, Griff, we are going to delve into a world even we haven't. Ventured, at least for the podcast, I dipped a toe. Well, I haven't. I have. Yeah. I'm going in cold on this one, but I still somehow I have a feeling this guy's Mister a Genius because I've heard many tales about this guy. One I've, of our buddies on the Twitter, he told. I said, "Hey, man, you're the guy for this guy. Tell me what's his number one movie." I think this will be the only episode of this month where it's under ninety minutes, or it's going to go five hours. I don't. We might have so many questions. I honestly think it's gonna. I, he he kind of gets spacey with things. Okay, so of course we're talking about the one, the only, Mister Neil Breen. The mindfuck master, apparently. Mm. We're doing the movie Faithful Faithful Finds. I'm gonna be fucking that up all yeah. next week. It's it's oh he's so Tim and Eric level of like digital effects. It's just... But he's so unaware, and that's what makes his his movies so great. Yeah. I Eric, I haven't seen one. He's yet. very he's very proud of his work and it, it shines. I mean he writes, he directs, and he stars, of course. That's what we don't have in Amir. He doesn't start. No, he's humble movies. enough, yeah. but we'll have that for the next three movies. We'll have sure. writing, directing, and starring. Oh, man. This is such a fun month. This is such a fun month. So we'll see you again next week, and keep them hot dogs warm. <laughs>